0: and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley.
1: And I'm Julia Callahan, and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB in 1998.
0: Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We'll reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined
1: our generation.
0: Today we discuss season three, episode 23, True love. Aaron this Hensley. is my favorite episode. My favorite Hensley, episode. Is this
1: your favorite episode of Dawson's
0: Creek? <laughs> yes. Okay. I know when you said um, stolen kiss is your favorite, and then mm. I watched it. I'm like, is this my favorite? And then you see, <laughs> and then you see longest day, and you're like, is this one my favorite? And then you see anti prom, <laughs> and you're like, maybe it's this one. And then I see, and I see true love, and I'm like. Why did I even doubt myself? Like yeah, this one is yeah. so good. It's I think because all of the storylines are good. Yep. Yep. It's a, it's a great
1: episode of television. It was. So we have a, the written by credits are a little weird. Uh, it's story by Greg Berlanti and Jeff Stepakoff, Teleplay by Tom Capanos and Gina Fittore. Um, As Gina told us on the interview episode we did with her, which you can go back and listen to um, in our archives. Um, that basically all four of them wrote it together, and they just split the credits. So it's kind anyway. of they, they all wrote it. Um, directed by James Whitmore Jr. Yeah. Uh, this is a lot of Dawson's. Creek. He does a lot of classic Dawson's Creek too. He's like yeah. 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 Um, this originally aired on May 24th, 2000. The description from Wikipedia reads. Gail and Mitch prepare for their hasty wedding <laughs> while elsewhere in Cape Side, tr- I mean, while elsewhere in Capeside, Pacey finalizes plans to leave straight after the ceremony. As the day goes on, it becomes blindingly obvious that Joey must make a choice. And when a con- conversation takes place between her and Dawson, during which he accepts, he must cease being selfish and allow Joey her freedom <laughs> to make her own choices. She leaves to find Pacey, hoping to tell him how she really feels before he leaves Capeside. I'm going to have some comments on whether or not the timeline that was just expressed is actually real. Meanwhile, yeah, there's fan theories about that. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jen regrets ending things with Henry the way she did and ends up chasing his camp bus, his football camp bus to tell him how she feels. I added football to that. Okay. That's not in the description. Sorry. I was just clarifying. Um, and in another carpe diem moment, Jack pursues Ethan, the boy he took to the prom, although he is unhappy with the outcome. However, this heartache leads to a new connection with his father and the two embrace for the first time in years. When Dawson returns to his house after crying for Joey at the side of the creek... <laughs> The the meme that launched a thousand memes. He finds Jen, Jack, and Andy sitting on his bed, waiting to support him after his rejection by Joey. Joey, meanwhile, manages to catch Pacey before he leaves, and instead of stopping him, confesses that she is in love with him and leaves on the boat with him. That is what happens. Okay, my histories, mysteries, there's a few because it's, you know, we're going into summertime. Um, June 5th, 2000, 405 The Movie, the first short film widely distributed on the internet is released. There we go. Um, not, I don't think it's about the 405 freeway, oh, okay. um, <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure. I don't think it is. My Angelina centered myself, <laughs> I know. and I was like, I was okay, like, oh, okay, it's about traffic. It's about, it's about parking on a freeway. Great. Um, June 7th, 2000, United States Microsoft antitrust case. A court orders the breakup of Microsoft Corporation because of its monopoly in the computer software market. Oh, wow, relevant mm. to today. Indeed. Imagine okay. an antitrust case. Yeah, it's happening right now. Sure. Thanks, Mark. Um, mm-hmm. June 26, 2000, a pro- preliminary draft of genomes as part of the human genome project is finished. It is announced at the White House by President Clinton.
0: And they, that project was at UC Santa Cruz.
1: It was at UC Santa Cruz. That's true. Uh, June 28th, 2000, Elian Gonzalez returns to Cuba with his father. June 30th, 2000, this was something I didn't know about, but I thought was sad and interesting at the Roskilde festival near Copenhagen, Denmark, nine die and 26 are injured on a set when the rock group Pearl Jam performs.
0: Oh my God. Isn't that wild? That
1: is wild. I, I had never heard of that. Um, July 14th, 2000 X-Men is released as the first film in the X-Men film series.
0: Yes. I saw that in the theaters. I, I love, was. I love X Men. I don't like. I don't really fuck with other superheroes, but X Men because of the cartoon when we were kids. Uh, I fuck yeah. with that. I, I I agree with you. I really love that movie. I was
1: like, kind of dating a guy um, yeah, who worked, who at, worked at a movie theater. theater at that point, and like, I just I just remember making out in the projection room while X Men was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me, but that happened. I was 16. Um, okay, so July 31st to August 3rd, 2000, the Republican National Convention in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, nominates Texas Governor George W. Bush for U.S. President and Dick Cheney for Vice President. <sighs> okay. okay.
0: Is that it? Okay, I have a That's correction it. from last okay. week's episode. Yeah. Uh huh. We were talking about like the cultural no- norms around like queerness. Yeah. And I was mentioning this this thing in California called Prop 22. And in my mind, it happened the same year as 187, which is was this other horrendous 90s. prop yeah. that um, said that if you were undocumented, you couldn't go to public school and you couldn't mm-hmm. get your driver's license. And it's really fucked up. Mm-hmm. And Prop 22, in my mind, is in that same year. And Prop 22 was a thing that happened in California that um, added to the family code the definition of marriage is between a man and a woman Mm. and it was an extension of um, DOMA Mm. and really though you want to know when Prop 22 happened
1: oh god I'm so scared to have you say this what when
0: the year 2000 oh fuck so it contextualizes like where we are currently you know within the Mm. show Mm. and Um, do you want to know the results of Prop 22? I don't know if you remember this. This was real. It's really seared in my mind because I remember the lawn signs everywhere. They were like Mm. this little house with a heart in it and it said protect families. Um, and I grew up in a conservative area. Yeah. That's that's probably uh, why I don't understand. I don't remember it because I I grew up in a liberal area. Yeah. So do you want to know the California state results to the Prop 22? Mm hmm. I do. I don't, but I do. Okay. 4.6 4.6 million people voted for yes. Okay. 2.9 voted for no. Wow. So that means it passed defining, you know, in the family code, a marriage between man and a woman in California in 2000 was 61% of the vote. Yeah. I think people forget a lot of the times that
1: California's liberalism is very recent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, very recent. I mean, um, when we were
0: in Julie and I were in college. Uh, there, we the state recalled the Democratic governor and replaced the Democratic governor with a Republican. Yeah, Arnold named Schwarzenegger. Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, I have a correction. Um, uh, I said something. I was talking last week about um, the 1950s. And I've left out that basically in the in the government help that people got in the 1950s from taxing millionaires and billionaires or taxing rich people at 90%, um, that basically people of color were w- women, people of color, uh, queer people, like everyone w- everyone else was left out of that. And I feel like I did not make that point clear enough. But I want to say that like that's kind of what I was getting at when I was talking about it, is like, you know, wouldn't we love to go back to the 1950s tax code, but also add in 2020, um, you know, like inclusiveness. Social protections. <laughs> Social yeah. protections, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I just wanted to get that out of the way too and say that um, I, I just felt like I wasn't clear enough. So I wanted to clarify. Um, I want to say that the number one movie In 2000, this week in 2000, was Mission Impossible 2, which it's a it's a it's quite awful. I mean, it is. Yeah, I mean, I I remember seeing the
0: first one with my dad or my parents, I think, and like because my they liked the show, and yeah, my my parents too. I don't get it. This isn't good. I don't get it. You know,
1: (laughs) I, I would argue for the first one is a is a completely enjoyable film. Mission Impossible 2 is fucking terrible. But it broke Austin Powers, the Spy who Shags me, that record, which is fifty-four point one million for the highest weekend debut for a spy film.
0: Are we talking about Austin Powers as spy film? Okay,
1: that's a yeah, spoof. Definitely. That's a spoof in my mind,
0: but whatever. I hear you. But it it can be multiple categories. Uh, but sure, You got to box sure. it in.
1: <laughs> I like labels, Aaron, as you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um. So, and Mission it broke Mission Impossible's record of $45.4 million for the highest weekend debut of a film based on a TV show and a Paramount film. And of course, you know, I started my career at Paramount Pictures, yeah. giving the fucking studio tour.
0: <laughs> I am
1: great at that. I'll tell you all the history. Um, okay, and it had the highest weekend debut of two thousand. It also broke Scream 3's record for the widest release ever at 3653, 3,653 theaters. Number one song is Maria Maria by Santana. My fucking God, will it ever end? Jeez. And the top 10 is basically the same top 10 as the last like few weeks. But uh-huh. this week we had two amazing debut songs. Okay. Number one, I Need You by Leanne Rhymes which is basically the soundtrack to my late high school. (laughs) Really? I mean, I just feel like, not in a way that I was really happy about, but it just, like, was fucking always on, I feel like. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, And then... Yeah, pop country. Like, pop country wasn't in my... purview at all see even I, when you would go into the mall and stuff like that you would not hear pop country and I
1: guess where maybe I that's your up. like orange Countiness. where I grew up in a small town that was on it was next to a rural I mean it was yeah I think technically the town I grew up in is rural
0: yeah it, but it, it like is
1: class- I think it's classified yeah, yeah. as rural but like you know you're you're near people who are definitely listening to country music and and so this was something that played a lot at high school events and whatnot. Oh, um wow! But the, yeah, all all the time. But of course, the other debut song is the fucking banger. Yeah, hit. What is it? What is ready, it's ready. Still the, still next still we'll the next episode. Doctor Dre, uh, Dre, Snoop Dogg. See, that is why. <laughs>
0: <like, laughs> because Doctor Dre, like Snoop Dogg, Long Beach, like yeah. he lived in Diamond Bar. Like, come on. Yeah. Oh my god, that looks so good. It's
1: the motherfucking D-O-double-G. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, great, great song. I When I saw that that was a song, I put it on and I was like, oof, oof, yeah. oof, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, okay, yeah. it's great. Yeah, the Chronic 2000, that was like
0: a... I know. That was a real... Yeah, one. I actually put that song on recently too because I was doing like a thing for like two, 2000 music and my boyfriend mm. was like, is that from the 2000? I'm like, Chronic 2001, like...
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, 2001, sorry. I think
0: so, isn't it? I can't remember if it's 2000 or 2000. 2001. I don't
1: know, but either way. <laughs> anyway. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Anyway, so um, hey, welcome to the finale of season three of Dawson's Creek. I can't
0: believe we made it.
1: Yeah, I can't believe Looks we did either.
0: Like we made it.
1: <laughs> okay, so okay. Aaron, Opened in downtown Cape Side.
0: I know. And Mitch and Dawson are together, and, and Gail and Joey are together, and they, they kind of meet up outside of a store.
1: Okay. And, and before we even start, I have to just uh, comment on Joey Potter's outfit because it's truly
0: appalling. It's so he bad. Has some real bad outfits this episode, <laughs> it's, all
1: incredibly authentic. Yes. Yeah. Like, ooh, yeah. Ooh, the worst of the 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has, like, it's not, I wanted to call it a maxi skirt, but it's not even that because it just goes just below her knees. It cuts, and I'm like, Uh Katie Holmes has a midi. Thank you so much. Katie Holmes has great legs. Great, I mean, like,
0: you know, yeah. Truly. No, the thing is with a midi, it cuts her so weird. It's really, okay, so. You okay. shouldn't wear a skirt that in mm. it should, your skirt should end at like more of the thinner parts of your body. Okay. That's why skirts tend to go like above the knee. Cause that's like the thinnest part of your upper leg or mm. like your ankle, you know? Mm. But if a skirt goes to your calf, that's the biggest part of your lower leg. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't create a good silhouette. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that,
1: Erin. I, <laughs> just was like, bad. That yeah. looks bad.
0: <laughs> what you said, much more eloquent. Um, so she's, she's because also... People, like, I'm tall and skinny. My, I have a similar mm-hmm. body type to, to yes, Joey. And yeah. uh, people are like, you look good in everything. And I'm like, well, nope. Nope. don't tell that to a woman because we <laughs> pick apart our bodies. But like I'm like, that doesn't look good on a lot of people.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: She also has these shoes on oh my god her shoe game this episode is horrendous just as a fail up up
1: top to bottom mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they're kind of they're they're shaped a little like Tivas, except they're like maybe doc martin Tivas. <laughs> like yeah they're yeah, like yeah. a thick i had those fat Teva. i them. i still have them girl. but yes <laughs> They're ugly. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I love you, but um, <laughs> no. I, I mean, last summer I bought a pair of Doc Marten sandals, but the newer version because I uh, couldn't quite bring myself to have the full-on '90s ones that I had in the '90s.
1: Yeah. Oh. I mean, listen, we've all made we all made mistakes in the '90s. I'm here, you know. Out of doubt. Without absolutely, doubt. but this was a real one. Um, so anyway, we learn at this point that Joey is Gail's
0: maid of honor. I know. And it was interesting because, yeah, so they meet up and like Mitch and Gail, like kind of skip off and like Dawson and Joey, like go to talk or whatever. And I thought it was so interesting because you're like, would this have happened if Dawson and Joey weren't friends, you know, because this Mm. is what Dawson is hanging over Joey's head. Like, you know, right, right, right. You don't choose me. You don't get this, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, so I was curious, like, I wonder what would happen if they hadn't if she hadn't, quote, chosen Dawson, you Mm. know, Um, I think we get our answer later at the wedding, but I was thinking about it just now. So, yeah, Dawson's like, thanks for doing this. Like, thanks for, you know, being my mom's maid of honor. And Joey's like, it was an honor that Gail asked me, you know?
1: Yeah, and And, I'm here for that, but also, where the fuck is Aunt Gwen? Why is Joey? Yes, well,
0: because of my theory. Oh, okay. Aunt Gwen is best friends was best friends with Helen Lindley, so she doesn't fuck with Mitch. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because also, does Grams go to the wedding? I don't think so. Yes, good question. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Where is Aunt Gwen? Um because she doesn't fuck with Mitch. Um and so Dawson, I think he's he's being a good, good person here or trying to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. Asked he st- opens the floor to Joey like I know this might be uncomfortable for you and I'm like I'm actually like I'm grateful you're doing this, you know. And he wants to like talk about her feelings about like mm-hmm. Participating in this wedding, and like just what's going on with like, you know, the events of the past couple of episodes.
1: I also want to say at some point, Joey describes her bridesmaid's dress as like something that she's like, oh, you know, this bride's like, I'm getting to believe everything I hear about bridesmaid's dresses. And I just wanted to offer our listeners if you must be a bridesmaid. Uh, you should be one with Aaron Hensley who will fight for you to wear a cute bridesmaid dress and mm-hmm. one that you can wear over and over again. <laughs> I'm just saying that um, we have been bridesmaids together a number of times that I cannot count, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and um, and uh, there, with a few exceptions, we've had pretty good dresses. So.
0: Definitely. I mean, yeah. But also because
1: Aaron Hensley advocates for us having good dresses.
0: (laughs) Like I'm a Leo. If you expect me to wear the same thing as someone else, it best be fucking cute. That's that's where my compromise comes, and the bar will not be moved from there.
1: And I I couldn't, I couldn't um, advocate for you more,
0: my friend. Yeah. Anyway. So Dawson mm-hmm. opens the floor for Joey to talk about her feelings about like the complicatedness of being the maid of honor to your surrogate mom wedding mm. while like you've chosen to be friends, not be friends with your ex boyfriend who would wants to be with you and you just want to be friends with. And <laughs> Joey is like, ah, you know what? Shit. I don't want to take this floor. I don't I don't need this space. Um I yeah. need to go something blue. And I was like, Joey, that's not how it works. The bride does that. I, I, I agree with you. I mean,
1: cause she's, cause Joey is basically like, I mean, what we really learn right here is that there is a lot of tension left over from the prom.
0: Like, yeah. And from the events of the past couple yeah, of months, you know, and from the past couple of
1: months, but also like the last episode we saw them in the last time we saw them together she brought back earrings and basically said, "I want to be friends after Dawson kissed her, even though she did not want that um at the end of the prom episode, and my thing is like, okay, so finally, their relationship is like really not in a great spot at this point, right like it is very I awkward feel like between that
0: them highlights it because like they can't even she doesn't even attempt to at least lie to him no <laughs> when he like wants to talk about feelings she just she sees the opportunity of this, um, space for a conversation and she's like, I gotta go. Yeah. And that's like, while I always maintain, we don't really see them be friends. Like we would have seen her traditionally take that space and just lie to him.
1: Absolutely. And I I actually, I'm going to have more to say about Joey lying or not lying in this episode, because I actually think it's very interesting how her lying kind of ceases like goes away
0: in this episode yeah well she um, gets pulled out for it finally finally yeah so so you know she, so she says, goes to leave for something blue and um he he's like there seems to be a lot of that going around
1: <laughs> I mean bro uh, like I mean I'm really it's like, glad that Joey seems unhappy with him to be quite honest like I'm like fucking finally you're unhappy with the fact that this man has behaved truly atrociously for the last like four episodes, five episodes.
0: I mean, I I completely agree. She, yes, she's like, okay, I've made my choice and like, this is my choice. Do I like my choice? No, but Mm. (laughs) do I like my life? No. And I still have to live it, you know? So like, she just has really complicated feelings about like, whether or not she's allowed to be happy. Right. Or allowed to have the life that she wants, you know? Mm -hmm. So So we we go to the credits. Right. And after and the credits, we're at True Love and and mm-hmm. Doug walks up to Pacey and Pacey's like preparing the boat and, and Doug's like, do you think this is a good idea, little brother?
1: <laughs> and Pacey's like, look, dad said it was fine. Stay close to shore, call home every week. And I just like want to say, I, I was having a conversation with my family earlier this week about 80s and 90s parenting um, and like, I, I am a child of the eighties. I was parented as a child born in the eighties was parented, which means, um, basically nothing like children are parented now, <laughs> like just kind of left to my own devices. Much of the
0: time, this is a little much. Like, I mean, even in 2000, this was so unbelievable, but like, yeah. I, I kind of like that to be honest, because like, yeah. Casey is an unbelievable character like you shouldn't like this like you know how Disney has this concept of like princes and princesses like uh-huh, you should not uh-huh. you should see how unrealistic that is while also like learning the stories and also seeing these like tropes as well like you know okay. it's like unbelievable that he's like gonna fucking sail for a whole summer <laughs> like that down is to, uh, down like, to the Florida Keys I, I don't even know if you're allowed to like, and it just is not it, it's unbelievable. He's not at 18. Like if you were 18, right. but like still in high school, it would, you'd be like, okay, but he's okay. like 17, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe 16, you know, I was 16 at this time. So we're so not exactly. sure when his birthday is. Right. Um, yeah. And, and Doug's like, actually, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking yeah. about Joey. Does she know how you feel? Yeah. And, He's like, does she know
1: you're leaving? Does she know you're
0: leaving? And Pacey's like, well, if she knows I'm leaving, I didn't tell her. Um, and she definitely knows how I feel. And Doug's like, are you sure?
1: Have you spelled it out for her? Have you really said exactly what you feel? And Pacey's kind of like, what's that going to achieve? Yeah. You know, And Doug's like, look, worst case scenario, it achieves nothing. And best case, she's going to give you a reason to stay.
0: Yeah. And he's like, dude, it's not going to get better when you bounce. Like, you're going to look at the stars, you're going to see your Mm. face. The problem's not going to go away. And, you know, it's like, what, you can come back to what, you know? Yeah. And, you know, Pacey, I will say, just to call Pacey out when
1: he's being shitty, yeah. Um, makes this like toxically masculine joke about like, this is what happens, Doug, when you watch too many to the male mind when it is exposed to too many Catherine Hepburn movies. Yeah. Come on. Also, men watch Catherine Hepburn movies. They're great. Um, so, Pacey's like, well, you know, I
0: can try. Basically, I can try to run away from her and not think about her.
1: And that's what I'm going to fucking do.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you kind of get it because from his perspective, sure. like, Joey hasn't even put a friendship on the table with him yeah no I think so, like that. it makes sense you're like well you know like what's available to me is just to like not be friends with her I don't want to do that I don't want to have to think about that so I might as I well like, and I
1: don't want to be here and watch like
0: yeah and I don't want to have like Andy bugging me like how do you feel how do you feel like I don't want to mm. be alone and think about it like on a boat <laughs>
1: And I, I mean, I get that. I definitely Completely, get that.
0: yeah. Casey, I
1: would give anything to be on a loan on a boat right now. <laughs> um, so we go to the school hallway then, where Jack and Jen are cleaning out their lockers, mm. and Jen's like, "It's full circle. We're back to where we started. The year president and vice president of the Bitter Club." Because of <laughs> course, if you'll remember from the last episode, both of them had major romantic problems.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and Jack's just like. I'm not bitter. Yeah. And Jen tells him like, oh yeah, Jack, like everyone wants their prom date. The person they're the most attracted to in the world to leave on a fucking commuter train. <laughs> the night of the prom. And it's like, uh, oh, touche Jen. Touche. Yeah.
0: It's, it's really cute. I love their friendship, obviously. Me too. And then we see Henry roll up in the wild ass outfit that is so authentic to 2000. <laughs> wild. I
1: carpenter shorts
0: mm-hmm do but be uh below the knee
1: yeah 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 oh sure Baggy carpenter shorts mm-hmm. and then like those okay. I just was like those gym socks man we were just yeah we were just With, like, like
0: skater shoes and like high gym socks High and, like, gym bright socks. bright ass orange shirt <laughs> I mean it's I look
1: like I knew many men who dressed exactly like this so it's Without definitely it's definitely accurate but whoo woo. so Jen looks sees henry and looks at jack and says tell henry that like when henry comes over here and starts asking me questions you tell him that every i i meant everything i said i have not changed my mind and i hope football camp is sweaty gross girl free painful and debilitating
0: (laughs) And Jack's just like, no. <laughs> like, yeah. This. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Just fucking immature, you know?
1: Right. And then Henry comes up to her, stands behind her creepily for a second, and then like
0: chickens goes up out to
1: Jack, yeah. Goes up to Jack, and is like, tell Jen my copy of Siddhartha, Of fucking course, yeah. <laughs> <It's> Siddhartha. <laughs> Good God. She's like, he's like, I left it in her locker. Can I have it back? um and jack's like like i am
0: not playing this uh, he's like you In can her tell her she's standing right there <laughs> mm.
1: and he's and then he like nobody moves and jack's like jen henry has come over with this lame siddhartha related <laughs> excuse to talk to you and henry's like that's not what i said <laughs> okay and then jen queen of my world just mm. the queen of my world is like Tell Henry if he'd like his book, he should dig in the trash can because that's where it is. And I'm like, girl,
0: <laughs> slow <laughs> claps for you. Love, Jen.
1: Love. You mean it, Jen. Um,
0: so Henry finally steps it up and it becomes direct. And mm-hmm, he goes mm-hmm. over to Jen and he just flat out apologizes.
1: Well, wait. First, Jack, like, kind of is, does not have Jen's back, which I was, like, not okay with. Because, like, Jen's, like, Jack says to Henry, she threw the book out because she, like, secretly regrets freaking out like a total drama queen and breaking up with you at the prom. And I'm like, Jack, my man, have your girls back while you're in public. That is like, true. Like, tell, yeah. her, tell yeah. her that she's being fucked up when she's in private. But, like, in front of this guy, you are behind yeah, don't her. Yeah, not side 100%. with him and give him data. Absolutely. <laughs> like, you know. Totally. Totally. But, I, but yeah, then he, like, Henry goes to him and
0: her and apologizes. Yeah. And like, I like it. I think he like makes sense. He's just like, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, you know, like I, you know, like they're trying to, he's trying to be a good person. Like, I, I mean, Henry's fine this episode, but I always feel like with Henry, the character, they like start the episode with him being like a somewhat decent, if young, immature person. Mm-hmm. And then they like tend to end it with like him <laughs> being. Sucking. Yeah. <laughs> And I do have an issue with him at the end, you know, of his scene, but of this episode, but we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, and so she hears the apology, but she acts like she doesn't care. And she's like, I have nothing to say to you.
1: Yeah. But she's got and, this, like, there's like a shot. They do this a lot in this episode, actually, yeah. where, like, you see both of their faces. Like, he's yeah. standing behind her. And she's, like, looking
0: pained. She's like, like she's. Exactly. It hurts her. She's definitely, it hurts like. Her. Unsure if she's really means what she says, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he is like heartbroken because he's like, okay, we're done. Like I
1: guess that finishes I that, yeah.
0: You know, and he goes to walk away, and like you see that they're both heartbroken, you
1: know. Totally. I mean, it's hard for me because I really don't like Henry, so it's like hard for me to feel really deeply about this because, like, I'm like Gen Girl. Go get someone much yeah. better than you deserve. Than you deserve.
0: Like you've tried to be with this guy for like almost a whole year, and you, you just aren't on the same page. Like it's Not a timing thing, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and like that sucks, but like it is what it is. Like yeah, is yeah, it, totally. You know.
1: Um, also just like a side note that Jen's hair looks fucking amazing.
0: I know she looks like, flawless this whole episode.
1: Yeah, she's wearing weird shoes, like weird tennis shoes. But other than that, she looks fucking great in this scene. Um, so we go then to Dawson's where Andy shows up and asks in Dawson's cross. in Carpenter overalls <laughs> <Denny>. um, <laughs> and asks Dawson to sign her yearbook. So in my mind, Andy and Melissa Joan Hart's character and Can't Hardly Wait are the same character. <laughs> and um, someone write me a fan fiction, please. Um, so... <laughs>
0: Like it is so she, authentic to Andy, like oh, yearbook or whatever, but like she opens, he opens the yearbook and there's like, no one else has no signed it. Is. And that's yeah. like unbelievable. I
1: agree. I agree with you a hundred percent. And like Dawson's like, I admire your commitment to school spirit, but why would you pay $35 to like, look back on this fucking disaster of junior year? And I just wanted to give everyone the best, my so-called life quote or one of the best. <laughs> Which is, it's not even a book about what really happened. It's a book about what everyone thinks was supposed to happen. Because if you made a book about what really happened, it would be a really depressing book.
0: <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs>
1: Although um, I still all own all my yearbooks. I mean, no, I was
0: like, <laughs> should I pull out my yearbooks? So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm trying oh. to just track down some prom photos. But um, I
1: sent Erin yeah. mine. I know, we to find
0: some. I've like texted some friends from high school, but yeah. I did send yeah. Aaron
1: my prom photos, so you can look at our Instagram. I'm sure it will go up at some point. Yeah.
0: So um, Andy's like, it, Dawson starts flipping through the book, you know, and Andy's like, don't worry, I marked a page for you to sign. And she like, she literally <laughs> did mark it. There's a fucking post-it note. And she opens it up to the page and she points directly to a picture of Pacey and and Dawson together. Dawson
1: mm-hmm and, and
0: like Dawson laughs and he's like <laughs> you're not exactly just, subtle yeah <laughs> and and she's like you know he's leaving like he's yeah. gonna sail true love down to Key yeah. West and like I just want to let you know like we're having a, a going away party for him tomorrow and Dawson and just and I shuts just, her the fuck down I'm don't sorry, you think it's you interesting that Andy and Joey want the same thing. They want everyone to be friends and they want um, Dawson and Pacey to be friends. But Andy is like trying to facilitate that happening.
1: Yeah. And I think Andy and Joey are really similar in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I, I find their
0: characters actually to be very similar. Yeah. No, it makes um, sense that they're friends. And it's just like interesting because like Andy's like says to Will, like, we all used to be friends and they fucking ruin this, you know, and she knows that Pacey's desire is to be friends with Dawson. And so she's mm-hmm. trying to make, you know, trying to like help that, see if she can help that out, you know? And yeah. I think, and I, Joey has said it's her desire for them to all go back to being friends, but I don't really know how I've seen her participate in facilitating Dawson and Pacey being friends. You know what I mean? do I think that's yeah, yeah, her yeah. responsibility? Like, I don't, I don't know, but like in terms of like getting what she wants, she does desire that. And I haven't seen her like work do anything it. to get what she desires. Mm.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you. I think, you know, I think Andy is kind of putting in this work right now and we really see that, you know, that she's like, and and if anyone can talk to Dawson about this, topic it's andy right like they're kind of in the same boat see
0: dawson and so dawson says to her like oh the rehearsals tomorrow night and um and i wouldn't go even if i even if the rehearsal wasn't tomorrow night like i don't fucking want to go and Andy's kind of like yeah
1: you one of you guys is going to have to make the first move
0: yeah so andy's trying to give him the space to talk about his feelings and she's like Hello, we're in the same boat. Like, yeah. come on, you we know. are literally in the same boat, Dawson. I know yeah. you like to think the situation with you and Joey is different because you have history, but like, it that it is like yes, every situation is different, but like you know to scope it out, like and it's the same. We're in the exact same situation, you know. When well, and Andy lost her virginity to Pacey, like that's not nothing, you yeah, know. I completely like- agree. That's what I mean. It's like Dawson's like, well, Joey and I have history of years and years, and it's like. Pacey and Andy have history just because yeah. it's only like two years or a like year and 18 a months yeah. Yeah. doesn't mean that it's not history like that's still Absolutely. like is like more than 10 percent of your life yeah at
1: that point point. and Dawson like signs her yearbook and hands it back to her and he's like I signed the page with the faculty headshots
0: he's like anti sign fuck Ugh. you he's so anti-fun like i don't think he needed to sign that page she pointed out but like come on he just like jabs just at her, sign the front yeah yeah so and like she sh- doesn't take that mean because she's such a positive person and like <laughs> i get that he's i understand that he's still angry about this you know about and like hurt. what Casey did and hurt. yeah totally you know mm. and andy tries to like she reminds him like growing up and moving on is fucking hard, man. And like, you're not the only one who got hurt, Dawson. Like, this isn't only about you. Like I got hurt too. And I'm still hurt. And like, letting go isn't a one-time thing. Yeah. It's something you do over over and over again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I know it's such good advice and it's like a good reminder to him. Like, this situation that feels so unique to you, it isn't (laughs) It's universal. Yeah. And it's like, it's, these are the nuances of like, your experience is unique, but the situation isn't, you know? And like, and so it's not to minimize your experience, but it is to acknowledge that like, come on, a lot of people are hurting here. Yeah. So we go
1: then to Joey, who's driving my favorite truck. I'm going to have to name that truck at some point. Um, And Doug pulls her over. And she's super like eye-rolly about it. She's like, what the fuck, Doug? Like, come on. such an
0: asshole. She's like showing her white privilege. She cannot (laughs) believe that she got pulled over by the police, you know? (laughs) Well, and then
1: Doug, he's like, can I have your driver's license and registration? And she's like, come on, Doug. Like, what the fuck? And he's like license and registration but he starts to like say that he clocked her speeding and she stops him and is like you have a radar gun and like i love sassy joey sassy joey is my favorite
0: yeah so he like lies about her speed and it's just like we just need to remind you right here defund the police
1: Yeah. Defend the police, please. Um, Because Doug's like, you were going, I I visually assessed that you were going five to seven miles an hour under the speed limit, but I'm going to let you go with a warning. And then we get to what Doug really was doing, which is. He's
0: like, thank you. And he's like, not that kind of warning. (laughs) Like, this is, I'm triggered in 2020. I mean, I would have been triggered any times because the police are fucking pieces of the shit for the most part. But like you know, yeah. Anyways, he Pacey, or sorry, Doug tells Joey that yeah. Pacey is planning on leaving. She's like, I don't know if he, he's like, I don't know if you know that a certain attitudinal challenge person is planning <laughs> attitudinally on taking, challenged little brother. <laughs> yeah, planning on taking <laughs> his boat down to Key West. Um, and she's like, you can tell she's like book no No. one has told me this (laughs) yeah this is new information when does he leave and Doug's Mm -hmm. like in a couple of days and like I just thought you should know before it's too late for you to do something
1: right and Joey thanks him and he's like yeah passenger at advisory is typical officer protocol so Doug pulled her over to say this
0: (laughs) no definitely he abused his power as a police officer (laughs) to tell her this true um,
1: which we then cut straight to Joey, who has somehow tracked down Pacey outside of some market.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and she she's is mad. very unhappy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, it's fucking annoying. A little bit, yeah. How mad she is at him. She treats him like, like, like shit, and she's mad that he didn't just take it.
1: Yeah, I mean, but if you she's, were, if the only, if the only experience you had with Dawson for whom that exact thing you just said is the way that you treat each other. I, I mean, I mean, I, I, can mean, see I it. get
0: it for her character without, without a doubt. She obviously has a lot of trauma. She has emotional yeah. trauma from Dawson. Yeah. She's lived in a complicated situation, you know, mm-hmm. just broadly. And mm-hmm. then existentially, you know, and <laughs> like she, this is also her typical behavior, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and so, Yeah. She's like, I can't believe you're leaving. And he just calls her out. He's like, why? There's no friendship on the table. Like, what would I stick around for? Like, I'm not. Yeah. He's like,
1: what? I'm just going to watch you and Dawson resuscitate your like fucking relationship. Like, no, thank you.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm not going to stay in town (laughs) while you prioritize Dawson and don't even talk to me. Uh, absolutely and 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 then she does him yeah totally i i would fucking do the same thing yeah and then she calls him out and she's like well i at least expected you to fucking say goodbye to me yeah
1: she's
0: right like she's
1: right yeah and he says i've played that over a few thousand times
0: in my head Yeah, so he's like oh right the goodbye (laughs) scene so he directs he puts on his Dawson's hat, and he directs the scene of how it would go.
1: Uh-huh. And he says, I come to you heart in hand and tell you what I'm going, I'm doing, and you look at me pained, but then the Potter sarcasm kicks in, and I leave never getting what I came for. And she asks, what is that?
0: that? And he's like, you never asked me to stay. And I have chills. I know. That line gives me chills. I know. And she's like... <laughs> This isn't my decision. And he calls and it like, too. Yeah, yes it is. He's like, <laughs> it sure is. It's always been your decision. The decision to be together or not to be together has always been your decision. So You're just A, too afraid to make it.
1: A, that is true. I, that is 100% true. B, it's also dreamy as Shit. It's so dreamy that he's like, it's always been your decision. I know. Oh, oh
0: my God. God. Oh my God. Are it's you just kidding like me. I start this scene being so mad at Joey for being annoyed, and you're just like, you melt, and you're like, I know why she <laughs> leans into being annoyed because otherwise, like, she yeah. would melt around DC. Like, she Absolutely. has to have a guard up, you know? Um, totally. And like, She's just like, he's like, you're too afraid to make it, you know? And she's just like, I just wanted time. And he calls her out and he's like, yeah, I know. And I'm giving you what you want.
1: And I'm going to give you three more months
0: of it. Yeah. You want time? You got it, sister. (laughs) Yeah. And Joey's like, you
1: know, look, I may be undecided, Pacey, but I'm not running away. And she's like, you know, but you're giving up. And he ooh does not like that, does just, not like that.
0: Fuck you. Like, it's a lost cause, Joey. Like, I yes, I am yeah. giving up and I hate being the type of person that gives up. But it's a lost cause because you haven't even put friendship on the table. Like, you barely talk to me. Like, we've right. seen them talk how many times in the last couple of episodes, you know? And literally almost
1: entirely only about Dawson. <laughs>
0: So like they like, don't talk about would them. Stick around for that
1: you know um... oh no i i mean i hear it but he he's like turn around joe and he's like look at that it's your wall and it, we oh see god. it of course the wall and he's like and it's unfinished just like us Like us. oh, <laughs> oh my god Ooh. Ooh. that is painful oh
0: And she's like,
1: believe it or not, this is not the ending I asked for. And he's like, yeah, me neither. Me neither. neither. (laughs) I didn't
0: fucking want this, but it's the ending (laughs) we have got. Like, just like, let's be realistic about what's really happening here. Like, stop lying. Stop lying about what's happening. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to me. Stop lying to Dawson.
1: Yeah. And, you know, she walks away and he stares at the wall. And, like, these two are so fucking good together i gotta I say know. Like, i know <laughs> it's kind of it like stops me in my tracks sometimes where i'm like oh my god they're so good i know so, so we go to the rehearsal yeah
0: the wedding rehearsal and yeah, we gail
1: and mitch so are like yeah yeah <laughs> we know <laughs> how to do this we've been married before, <laughs> been married before. and then we you're like, like well, then why are, are you even
0: going through the <laughs> perfunctory no Just have the party gail <laughs> yeah,
1: agreed. So they're like, we gotta go. We gotta set up for dinner. We have this, you know, this dinner to to, to do. And so the Priest is like, great, whatever. So Dawson and Joey end up together, and Dawson's like, I haven't finished my best man speech. Any thoughts on the matter from Joey? <laughs> Okay,
0: and oh, God. He, she's like, just like I mean, because Joey's his muse, so like I get it, but like okay. And I mean, she's I like, think you're
1: being generous. I <laughs> I think that you're that's a generous interpretation. Joey's his muse. No, he's like I don't know what the fuck to say. You're the person who always tells me what to say. It's not even yeah, a muse. So that's what, it's what he like...
0: thinks. Muses though. That's his <laughs> definition <laughs> of that muse. Is. Yeah. All
1: right, all right. Um. Touche. Touche.
0: <laughs> She's like, I don't really have much to say about relationships right now. And uh, he kind of calls her out, too.
1: And I think he's he like, gets
0: mean. Do you think it's calling out? I think it's mean. You know, it's hard because, like, if we're to rate it in Dawson's personality, I actually don't think he's mean. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because, okay. You know what I mean? Like, because he gets so mean. So his bar, like, <laughs> The Dawson mean is, like, different than what we see here, you know? Yeah. Um, And he's like, if you have somewhere else to be, you should go. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, Pacey's going away party. Like, it's obviously you want to be there. Just go, you know? And, like, I think as a, like, again... James Vanderbeek leans into like this kind of anger so that's why his hmm. neutral it feels like a little bit like jarring you know yeah, but yeah, like yeah. if you compare this to the last episode it's not mean you know what i mean
1: yeah i mean my thing was more like this woman just tells you she doesn't have the capacity to help you write your speech and you're like you should just go like that that to me seems mean like like just kind of like I don't have the emotional capacity
0: to handle this right now and then you tell her to leave like that seems like a real it's not, I mean I hear you but I don't personally think he's telling her to leave I think he's telling her to like go say goodbye to Pacey to like you know stop act okay. like she has agency in her life you know like she's lying to Dawson too you know and like Dawson is her friend and is calling her out like you're fucking lying to me like if you want to say goodbye to Pacey go say goodbye to Pacey like don't act like I'm forcing you to, like, not talk hmm. to him ever again. Hmm.
1: Okay. Because she – because Joey's like, I'm here, aren't I? See,
0: this is where I think – this is why I think it builds to mean because – Well, it does. He throws it on <laughs> her. Yeah, because – and she's like, I'm here now. Like, what do you want from me, you know? And like, this is, again, it's like, you're lying to yourself, which is why this situation's fucked up, Joey. Like, I understand I mean, her give trauma, yeah, where yeah, she's yeah. coming from, but like, you know, she's being a brat, like, you know, acting like she's like, can behave like this.
1: <laughs> well, she is lying to herself. I don't know yeah. if I want to go so far as to that she's being a brat, but I think she is lying to herself. And I think partially it's because she has told herself a story about Mm -hmm. her and Dawson and their relationship. And that story is in the process of getting blown the fuck up. Yeah. And that's scary. And I get that. I get that that's scary. And I get that you want to cling to it.
0: Um, But also she's clinging to the idea that Dawson can control whether or not she's in Mitch and Gail's life. But like Gail invited, Mm -hmm. asked her to be the, the maid of honor. So that's like the first thing that's kind of tearing apart this idea of like, What Dawson is really saying to her, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what he's really like, what the choice is, you know, if she's choosing to pick Dawson and his family, but like her position within the family is like not for Dawson to say, then like, what is she really choosing here? You know? Yeah, I mean, because
1: Dawson goes on to say then like, you're here in body, but not in spirit. And I, my thing was, like, at that point, I was pissed. I was like, what? She's not yeah. behaving the exact fucking way you want her to?
0: And like, she's like, I'm doing the fucking best that I can. And Yeah, he, and he's like,
1: you have nothing positive to say. You're, like, basically going through the motions with the scowler on your face. And I that makes me irate at Dawson. Like, she's been asked to be Gail's maid of honor. And she came to this thing that, like, she's expected to come to as the maid of honor.
0: And she wants to be there. Like she wants to do this for Gail, who's her surrogate mother.
1: Absolutely. And she's like, she's not being mean, mean, she's not being nasty. She's just like, not like, fucking chipper as hell.
0: She feels complicated, for sure. Like she's already admitted to Dawson that she wishes she could have chosen Pacey to see what could have happened between them. So of course, she's heartbroken that he's leaving. Like, it's like, Dawson, put your friend hat on, you know? Yeah. And he's like, cut me. She's like, cut me. I'm doing the best I can. Cut me some slack. Which, like, it's funny because that's what she said to Pacey when she found her mom's bracelet.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cut me some slack. Yeah. Yeah. So we hear this time when she says it to a guy and it's like the most ro- part of the most <laughs> romantic scene ever and she's like cut me some slack and he's like cut me some slack and I was like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. this went a lot different in with the other guy yeah yeah, yeah yeah
1: exactly he's like cut me some slack Joey don't make me feel
0: like this and I'm like what the fuck man she's like not doing anything to you I mean she is but it's like you're still she's still being selfish like he's he's feeling like a consolation prize, which was already his fear, you know? Um, Yeah. But it's like, this is selfish and centering only his feelings, you know, which is what happens when you live in a world and a society that only centers the white man's feelings, you know, he's Mm. like, what about my feelings? Everyone always cares about my feelings. Cut me some slack. And it's like, you both are being shitty to each other and you're both hurt and in a shitty situation. So like, don't prioritize one person's feelings or the other, you know? Right, because Joey's like, don't make me feel like that. Or no, Dawson says, don't make me feel feel like
1: that. And she's like, don't make me feel like you feel like what? (sighs) And he's like, like, you're stuck with me. Yeah. And so let me get this straight. I just want to break this down. Dawson gave Joey an ultimatum, Mm -hmm. right? So she breaks it off with Pacey because he said, it's him or me. So she breaks it off with him. And and she tells Dawson, I just want to be friends. And then he takes Joey to the prom as friends that they agree on. And then tells her while they're at the prom that it was meant to be more than friends. That he was trying to become more than friends. And then he gets mad that she's unhappy about this. About how this has all gone down.
0: I mean... Just to break it down. But like to put Joey called Joey out too. She he says, Mm. you he says to her, I don't want to be friends with you. I love you. You know, and she's like, no, let's be friends. And like, you know, all those things do happen which are fucked up, obviously. But like she then goes and says, like, I'll always love you. Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. I just don't make me choose, you know. And he's Mm -hmm. like, okay. Even though like he's not offering a friendship to her. And like she what does want to go say goodbye to Pacey, but she's sure. like, no, I'm going to stay with you because it's you, you know, and like, I'm not going to be honest with you when you want to talk about how complicated this situation might be at the top of the episode, you know? Um, Is this the like, one
1: time that you're much nicer to Dawson than I am?
0: Yeah, because I, th- I think so. <laughs> I just think that there's consequences to lying and Joey's reaping them. And I don't think, I think that she needs to be called out for it. You know, I think she's being, I think she's being fucked up to this person she claims to be as her best friend. And I like, he he flat out said to her, like, I don't want to be a consolation prize. And he's like telling her, you're making me feel like a consolation prize,
1: you know? and, And I, and I hear you. And I like, it's not that I think you're wrong. I don't, I think you're right. But also but also, I feel like Dawson does not give her the space to, um, to like, be with him in any way that's not exactly how he wants. You know, like, he's now decided at this point that he wants to be romantically involved with her. And he gives her no space to be like, no, I don't really want that. You know, that's I not... Mean, and and, and my see... thing is... But like... couldn't you
0: say that about Jelly? She's only giving him the space to be his friend, even though that's what he's saying he doesn't want.
1: I guess, but she's just like saying, I don't want to be with you. And he's not really respecting that. She's saying that, you know, he's saying, I mean, it's back to the same fucking problem that they had in the middle of season two, right? Like this is my problem with Dawson and Joey, like across the board for the whole fucking show is that they seem to not ever get past this, right? Yeah, I know that like they're, in season they're, they're two, the same
0: to each other. They both want something different from each other at different times. And it's either one person wants to be together and the other person wants to be friends or vice versa, you know? Right. And like, this is problematic and this is what boils down to a timing thing. <laughs> just like, well, and it's like, and it's one of those things friends, where it's like, know? halfway and through season two, Joey's like,
1: I just want to be friends. Even after she and Jack break up, yeah, Joey's still like, back
0: with him, you know, yeah, I
1: agree with you. But like, for a couple of episodes she's like I still I just want to be friends and he like will not take that like he will not take that for an answer and instead of what she should do which is just like stop talking to him <laughs> like that's not what happens so i don't know i mean i think we're back in the yeah, same Yeah but all spot. of season
0: 3 he said he just want to be friends and then for the first half of it she like really wanted to get back together you know But she
1: didn't pursue it in the same way she wasn't like she did in the in episode 1 And he shot her down. And then she didn't pursue it in the same way. Like, she is not going after him. And she's like, she's like, I have, yeah, sure. Like, I have feelings that are more than this. But, like, we can also be friends. And, like, every once in a while, we're going to hit a sticky spot. But, like, it's not in the same, like, demanding way that he, I feel like he's so demanding of her in this episode and particularly in the beginning of this episode, he's just so demanding of like, you're not at behaving exactly the way I want you to behave. And I'm right. mad about it.
0: Totally. I mean, I think that the way she behaved when um, he confided in Nikki about his parents being divorced is like oh, pretty yeah. similar, you know, where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the way that she wants to be friends. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll get back to, you, you later, know, sure. like, I think the reality is for this episode, A, I love it a lot. Mm-hmm. And B, like, just in comparison to how mean Dawson has been for the past couple of episodes, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't it as a result, this does it feels so true and authentic and just everything coming to a head of Joey lying, Dawson lying, mm-hmm. the complicatedness of like moving on and trying to navigate what that would mean and mm-hmm. like lashing out in a way that like like to me the t- the degree to anger Dawson has in this scene is like an acceptable amount of anger <laughs> versus okay. when we see him in yeah. all the other ones yeah. yeah you know yeah yeah i can i mean i
1: i see that i think that's a good point uh, that's a good point i i just i guess by this time i'm like fuck you Dawson you've been yeah. such a piece of shit that like even when you're kind of a little bit shitty I'm like fuck you yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> you know and like maybe that's not fair but whatever um but I hear you I hear you uh I mean
0: I don't like that when he's like cut me some slack she's like you're right you're right you know like yeah. just like those she are the moments when you're fumbles. just like yeah when you, it's hard because that's when you see like the just degree to the trauma that she has from Dawson erupting in anger all the time, yeah, you know yeah. and like and just the dynamic within their relationship, which is why yeah. like they have a fucked up relationship, you know broadly and it's a problem for the show, you know forever. yeah and like he you know because he's he tells her to go, but she's like, no, I'm staying here mm-hmm. And she's like, and why is she being so stubborn about this?
1: I don't know. I think she's like trying to prove like, no, this is where I'm, this is where I'm going to be kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I agree with you. I don't know why she's being so stubborn. She should go. Yeah. Um. And she like, she goes in the house. So then we go to the docks where the whole gang, the rest of the gang is all having this yeah. picnic. And Grams is just like yelling about the stars. She's the best. She's no, the star. Is she of she drunk? <laughs> Like, know, they're like, like we hired
0: her as the entertainment i love it she's star like you know, right.
1: Oh <laughs> and she's like who wants to make the first wish on a star and jen immediately chips her tooth on a piece of crab shell yeah and she's like oh good just exactly what i need to keep men permanently away from me and then andy's like well you can join me for the summer in a nunnery in the nunnery and I just wish to god this girl this show let girls hang out alone sometimes
0: I know like Jen and Andy are like friends in this episode and I remember in 2000 being like oh yeah season four is gonna be awesome Jen and Andy are gonna be friends
1: let's see shall we um
0: and Jack's like
1: you guys got to have relationships before they failed and grams is like y'all sound like a bunch of old ladies <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you yeah so awesome. i know and, and annie's sounds... like grams it's been a tough couple of months like come yeah on. like come on. come on come <laughs> on you know and like, and Jen's like, kind of like, what do you know? You were with the same guy for forty-six years. Like, what do you know? what You're talking about. And this is like such an authentic teenage experience to your parents of like, you don't know what it's like. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And then right, here's the iconic story of a Mr. Thomas Culpepper, a man with the most Culpeper. beautiful blue eyes. Mm.
1: And and Graham's t- yeah. So this story Graham's tells that she met this boy. She was working in a naval hospital. She met a boy called Thomas Culpepper with the most beautiful blue eyes she'd ever seen. And he was leaving for Pusan in the next morning, but they had a glorious day on the beach. And at the end of the day, he whispered to her, will you wait for me? And she froze because she knew if she did, her world would change forever. And Paisie's like, so, yeah, what, so we cut nothing? to all the
0: characters. Yeah. He's like, You did nothing? Oh my God. Like, yeah. you know, and he's kind of like questioning his own character. Like, right. Like, okay. And then Jack like to Jack. And Jack's yeah. like, Do you wonder what would have happened if you ever kissed him? And Graham says, I don't need to wonder. I got on a flight
1: on a, like the cargo hold of like a C-130 or yeah. something.
0: Just go with it. it, go with it, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Viewer, I don't know. That, that makes that, sense. We know nothing yeah. about the Korean War. <laughs> Nor
1: do we know anything about airplanes. I don't know yeah. if a C-130, that's just the thing I know. <laughs> that that is a, I don't know what that actually means. Um, And she's like, I flew to San Diego, I got to the dock and I kissed him. And Jen says, I had no idea Gramps was in the Korean War. And Graham says, no, Thomas Culpepper. And she's like, she says that he died in Pusan in shallow water before he ever made
0: it off the boat. Yeah. It's really and sad. so, like, and yeah, like, it's sad. But, and Graham's is but, like, I have no regrets, you know? And so it's yeah. cool because, like, well, the lesson that Jen learns in this scene is that, like, Graham's has like a past history with, you mm. know, romantic history and you know Mm. like it's obviously not the same as Jen's like you know but like it's an (laughs) understanding of like oh okay like this there is room to have had like multiple yeah you know and also
1: like I think there's a part of me that thinks that like it's a little bit like in the, the late 90s early aughts this like older generation was like you kids have had it so great And and I think in the year two thousand that was true. Us kids had had it so great. Like, what really gone wrong in our conscious lives, right? Like, there. I mean, sure, there were some things, but like, there was not anything humongous. And I just like to say, as someone who is the exact age of the characters on this show, at this point in our lives,
0: go get (laughs) fucked. Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, then when we think about like. Yeah, when we think about our parents' generation and, and Graham's generation, like they had peers that were murdered in war, you know, sure. um, and like having— And at this point, we kind trauma, of had it, yeah. Like we didn't know anyone really from the Gulf War and like the death rate wasn't really like,
1: you know, I'm not trying
0: to minimize, you know. No, no, no. I, I definitely support our troops, but um, yeah, it just wasn't the same experience.
1: Yeah, me. yeah. And by supporter troops, we mean we support the people who actually go out and do it, yes. but not necessarily that they get sent to the places they get sent. Yes, yes. Um, and so, so Graham says, like, I had 46 years with one person and a perfect kiss with another, and I have no regrets. And like, how many of you are going to be able to say that?
0: Oh, it's so sweet. Oh, I love Graham's. I think this is like the final nail in old Graham's. Old Graham's, yeah. Fun to even like she kind of has some, you know, ebbs and flows this season. But you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love this lady. Yeah, love her. it's a good one. It's a good one.
1: Um, so we go then back to Dawson's where Dawson finds Joey out on the dock. Like she has like gone to the dock to like get away from the party for a second. And Dawson goes out to talk to her. And he's like, you know, Bessie called and she wants you to stop by the store on the way home. And then he's like, you know, Joe, I don't want
0: to fight. I don't take that as an apology, but I think that's a Dawson apology, but I don't accept that, but okay. Cause, cause then she, she apologizes. She apologizes. I was
1: going to say, cause the next thing that happened is that Joey apologizes. Like, come
0: on. <laughs> I did not hear the words. I'm sorry. I heard the I don't want to fight, you know? Uh, yeah. He needs to say, but then followed or prefaced with a, I'm sorry. Mm, mm. And she's like,
1: I, I need to be honest. I broke Finally. With- finally. Yep. I broke things off with Pacey because I didn't want to lose you. And she says, I may have lived across the creek, but only it was she only does when the I was a
0: large part, but not entirely.
1: Okay. Sorry. Um,
0: and she says, I may have
1: lived across the creek, but only when I was rowing in the direction of your house did I feel like I was going home. Which like whew.
0: And it's, that part like has always heartbroken me because I feel like she has this idea of what their friendship and relationship is. And like Dawson doesn't have the same one. It's not one. the same. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Cause I, what I was thinking is like, I
1: get Joey's shit that like, this is so much to lose for her. It's so much more than just Dawson that mm-hmm. she's like possibly losing. Yeah. And so I get that there's like a a crippling fear.
0: Yeah, and you know. she already had a whole year. You know, she had the whole summer without him last summer. Mm-hmm. She had almost a whole year of them like not being on the best footing of their friendship. Yeah, you know? and like the whole like opening of Leary's Fresh Fish. Like she didn't participate in that. You know, like it was. And the just, opening of the Potter B and B, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't participate in it. So like she's had this whole year of like her, um, you know, her family being kind of taken away from her, especially Mm -hmm. after the trauma of her father being taken away from her at the end of season two. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And she's like, you know, there's so much of my life, like for, for all of my life, your house is my house and your family is my family. And there's not a single significant event I've experienced that you haven't experienced with me. And like, I was really afraid of losing that. Mm -hmm. And then she goes, but, Mm -hmm if that wasn't the choice and if I thought there was a chance you would forgive me, I might've chosen differently. And I think you deserve to know that.
0: And he fucking does deserve to know that. Absolutely. And he deserves to know good that. On good for, on you, Joey. Yeah. For just being honest with herself too. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I, I'm glad she's honest
1: with him at this point and says, yeah,
0: this. yeah, Totally like he deserves that. She deserves that. Like, I mean, this is what we've known to be true as the viewer. Yeah. And so, like, I, that's why I personally get frustrated with Joey because Joey and our, our, this is a way in which we're like dissimilar. So it's really hard to watch. And even in 2000, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, you know, um, we had a listener email us and was like, what about Joey's trauma? (laughs) You know? And I hear that, you know, and I, I think that we space to Joey's trauma. Like, I don't, you know, she was asking if we give enough, you know, um, and so it's hard, like she's in a hard spot, but like, it's for how much they sell us on their friendship, being best friends. It's like, it's hard to give space when that's what they set up. And then she just lies to him, you know? Yeah, I I agree.
1: Um, although to, to sort of address our list, the listener that said that I also think, there's a part of me that thinks that part of her trauma is the fact that when she does tell him the truth, he, he mm-hmm. does not react well to that.
0: Absolutely. know. you know, in the times that a we see her, childish relationship, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause in
1: the times that we see her tell the truth, there are times where he absolutely explodes on her yeah. for saying her truth.
0: Which is why I think this, scene personally I think it's really good like he yeah his face is kind of mad but he doesn't erupt in her
1: yeah 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 I agree
0: you know Mm -hmm. so we go over to the Grams' car I love this scene so much and Grams is like Jen honey like what's wrong and she's like I'm having regrets Mm. big ones about the way things went down with Henry
1: yeah, and she's like, you know, I wish that I hadn't let Henry go without telling him how I felt. And Graham's just...
0: <laughs> she's so awesome. Flips they just show bish. the car, just like make the most <laughs> insane U-turn. Yeah. It takes out like four trash cans, like hit the cat, you know? Yeah, they like yeah. squeal out of the way. There's like trier marks, like yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, like, and then we like, hear like, a voiceover going. of Den being like, Wait, what, Graham? What are you doing? What are you doing? And Graham's <laughs> like, "We're gonna get that dick." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get that dick. <laughs> That's exactly what Graham
1: says, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, and like she's like, you know, we're gonna go after the bus that Henry's in, and you know, Jack and Andy are in the back of the car, so it's the three of them, and it's just like, okay,
0: it's cute. It's like a road trip. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> road trip. So mm-hmm. we get them at
1: this point a music cue of Poncho's laments their song Promise Me This
0: which Aaron uh, a few episodes ago said I think this comes back at the weekend in the country when Jack tells Jen that he's going to move back to his house with Andy
1: okay so, so it's coming back now and
0: it is imprinted on our souls. I know. And... I like, when it played, when you said it, yeah, I was like, yeah. and it played, I was like, wait a minute. This isn't <laughs> how I know this song. This scene is not how I know this yeah, song. How yeah. do I know it? It's because from it's this from scene. this iconic
1: scene. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, my yeah, yeah.
0: god. Here we are. Okay. So Joey is walking out of the market. Because Bessie had called to tell mm-hmm. Dawson mm-hmm. to tell her to go. Yeah. And. She's walking past her wall. She looks over at the wall, like contemplating it. And she noticed there's something a little wee bit. Different. 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 And. Uh, oh, my God. We see it. Oh, my God. It's scrawled across it in red painting. It says, ask me, ask to, stay. me to stay. Oh, my God and pacey
1: walks up to joey mm-hmm. and it turns out he's covered <laughs> he in paint chug- chugging milk out of a carton what a freak which i think is a psychotic move but uh, it's my pacey, boyfriend so let-
0: saw that saw this scene and he just burst out laughing i was like "Shut up, shut up
1: <laughs> listen if you're an adult that drinks milk i think you're a psycho that's my own personal opinion Please do what you will, but I'm I think you're you.
0: wild to drink it straight out of the carton, you freak. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Aaron's slightly more forgiving than I am. Okay, so <laughs> that's what we come from. I mean, I don't that's, drink milk either, from. but uh ugh. yeah. No. But out of the carton. Ugh. Ugh. Um so Joey's like, what does this mean, Pacey? Like, you know,
0: I'm confused. Yeah, you, and he's like, he's like, I called Bessie to ask you. to To ask her to get yeah 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 Yeah, he's orchestrated this whole thing yeah and he's like you were right yeah my leaving
1: yeah my leaving would
0: be giving up on
1: you and i'm not ready to do that yet
0: But but i also i need to know there's a legit reason i need to know what's on the table if i'm gonna stay
1: yeah i need to know that you're not ready to give up on me yet either and like then he's like so I'm gonna refer you to this wall which I think speaks for
0: itself yeah he's like what you're offering I'm not interested in <laughs> no. and he's like you know after we talked I sat here and spent an hour and a half staring at the wall yeah now he's it's like, your turn no, it's he's Like your just turn. staring just thinking mm. now it's your turn to do that yeah oh Ooh my God,
1: Joey, think about it, girl. Think about this it.
0: scene in 2000. Like, it's just like, how do you recover from this? I remember this being like so romantic, you yeah, know? Yeah, it is because, romantic. Like, you think, you know, as you're watching this episode and the way that the season has played out, mm-hmm. you don't think they're going to end up together.
1: Yeah, that's true. Because that's not how television normally works. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. And it's just, you know, like just musing on this, like, ask me to stay. The fact that he's like, I want you to ask me to stay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, like you, that you, I need will. to
0: participate in this relationship. I need to know what's on the table, like. Mm. Do you want me to stay as friends? Do you want me to stay where we like, per, you right. know, pursue a relationship? Like in what ways would I be staying for you? Like you said, you want time, but like when I gave you time, you, you were pissed at that. So like, right. what, do you, don't stop lying. Like, you know, you, we don't have to talk about it, but you can't lie to me, you know? Um, totally. Totally. Oh. So, so, um, Aaron, we go. Grand, and we grand jester. <laughs> it's,
1: it's great. So we're gonna cut and get the greatest music cue of all time. I
0: which know.
1: Janice in days
0: like these. Oh um, my god, when I hear that piano start,
1: yeah.
0: I can't. I can't.
1: I, I told my boyfriend, I, I was like, if
0: we get married, I'm walking down the aisle to that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, that's what I wanted to tell our listeners, is I was like, I want you all to know. That Erin and Hensley and I quote this song to each other on a really regular basis, all, the time. all, all
0: time. the time. we're gonna we're gonna get to the to each other best.
1: Yeah, yes. we, we, will. we okay. will. we sing it to each other. We quote it to each other. It's been that way so, for a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we hear this beautiful piano start mm. playing, mm. and we go to the ceremony. Yeah, Mitch and Gail's wedding. Gail yeah. looks Mitch in the eyes and she says, I loved you before I knew you. What does that mean? <laughs> I will love you for all time, for you are my beloved. Ugh. You are my best friend. Huh. And they cut to Joey looking at Dawson.
1: Joey looks fucking shook and sad this whole
0: time. I gotta say. Yeah. She looks at Mitch and Gail and she's actually excited. Like she, her face acting is good in this because yeah. she is excited for them. As yeah. 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 Kids, yeah. You know? Yeah. But she's like, so, you know, soaking in these, these, um, vows and she's just like, ah, it's too much for me. Too much for me. You know? I mean, I do want to point
1: out that the, the line I loved you before I knew you is some bullshit nonsense. That doesn't, it's like, Fucking crap! They, what does that even they mean? They make
0: that line just so that it's more poignant at the end. I guess.
1: Uh, <laughs> to me, it's crap, but whatever. So, uh-huh. also, I just want to point so, out that it looks like it's fucking freezing and windy where they are.
0: <laughs> like, oh really? This okay. was shot in like
1: April, and so I think it was really windy. It's so windy. <laughs> like everyone's uh-huh. hair is. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing.
0: So Joey so we... then looks at Mitch and Gail and mm-hmm. she's like, she's happy to see they're in love. Mm-hmm. And then we hear you can't reap what you don't sow.
1: But you you can't, can't
0: reap what you sow. don't
1: sow. That's the line <laughs> that Aaron and we I say it like all the time. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. And so, um, so then I don't know they, Joey looks Mitch shook, says the man. same thing.
0: Well, so Mitch says the same thing, yeah. the same yeah. vows back. And yeah. it, but it's more like as the music is swelling yeah. and they you know, are pronounced man and wife again and they go to walk down the aisle. And so we turn and we see Pacey's Pacey. there. Yeah, of course. So don't you think this means that Joey would have the Leary family if she wasn't friends with Dawson? I mean I think so yeah you know I
1: I think that that's true yeah
0: because Um, so Dawson looks at Pacey and his face mm -hmm. is pissed and Joey looks at Pacey and she's uncomfortable because it's Pacey but Mm -hmm. also because I think she's realizing she made a miscalculation about exactly what Dawson was offering Mm -hmm. in the ultimatum Mm hmm okay
1: okay I mean, my note is just that she looks shook, like Dawson looks mad and Joey looks shook um, mm-hmm. at at Pacey being there. Like, I don't know if I read much more into it that she just looks like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah. Um, well, why do you think she's like that? She's like, wait a minute. Know. Dawson hates you and you're here.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, sure. Um, So we move along and get a cue of a song called Walking in My Sleep by Better Days and we go to the car
0: with Jen, Graham, Jack, and Andy. there's soda cans everywhere, there's a bag of Funyuns, like, you know. his favorite
1: road trip is a Funyun, yeah. Yeah, I'm a corn nut. I'm a corn nut kind of lady. Mm -hmm. Um, I do love a corn nut.
0: Uh, Um, When I was a kid, my godmother worked for them, like, when I was a little kid, and she would, like, send us a giant boxes of them i'd be like i want barbecue we get like a fucking lifetime supply of them <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i like original flavor i'm plain um but i love a corn nut uh so they've been driving all night apparently and they come to this they
0: finally like somehow yeah, jen's come like across... we're never gonna find them we're never gonna find them. and you know andy's like we're not gonna find them like how are we gonna mm. find a giant ass bus with like you know smelly high Football school kids? Players. yeah and they like look over and they see a giant ass bus with, with a bunch players. of high school kids. Yeah. And, and whatever. Like, this is know, unbelievable,
1: Grams. but fine.
0: Yeah. And it's like daylight. So yeah. they've been driving all night?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They drove all night to get to you, Henry. Um
0: old, so- look, I just want to say an old ass lady Grams drove through the night. Mm. That sounds real dangerous. Girl, I'm 36. I can't drive through the night. I, I can barely
1: start we get it's if dark I have to drive,
0: very hard to drive. I
1: would if I have to drive past like 11 p.m., I'm like, I, I'm gonna fall asleep doing this,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. okay, okay. So she, so Jen, like, Ooh. gets out of the car. She's like, it's she starts running, Henry. yeah, yeah. I'm and am pretty she, sure she's wearing a shirt that I owned. Oh, I, I'm pretty okay. sure I had that shirt. Yeah, yeah, it seems
1: yeah appropriate. And she goes to the boys' bathroom. Like The coach is the, like, hey hey, hey, hey,
0: hey. And you're like, whoa, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, that she and has then an H12. Well.
1: <laughs> no, she turns around and sees him. He's got a wallet chain, too. Like, <laughs> I had to, I noted. Um, and, like, Andy, Jack, and Grams are watching. And Jen's like, J- okay, so Jen goes up there and gives him this speech. I wrote the speech down. Nine months ago, you paid $500 to kiss me, and I was too dumb to realize what that meant and what you were really offering me. I mean, I'd like clarity on that. Um, But I now know. I know now. It means that there's really such a thing as second chances, and no matter how old and how jaded you are, when you meet a person you're supposed to be with, everything's going to be new. A sunset, a cheesy love song, and especially sex. And all the football guys are like, woo, Woo, sex! And she's like, I'm the reason we didn't have sex after prom. He's like, I know that. And she says, not because I was mad at you, because I was more nervous than you were. I've been with guys before, but I've never been with anyone that I loved. And in that way, I'm more of a virgin than you could ever be. And the football guys all
0: laugh. Burst out laughing.
1: And Henry's like, thanks. And then Jen's like, what do you care? And kisses him.
0: And it's like, you know, we've already said, like, it's hard because Henry sucks so much that, like, it's hard to really care about this. I think it's a cute scene. I love that Jen gets this. However, it makes me irate that he doesn't tell her I love you back. Oh, yeah, I hear you. So we go through this whole season of Jen, you know, realizing she's worthy of love, you know, and we don't get that that moment for her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no I'm with you because
1: I actually didn't even notice that but I really love that point because my the thing that I was sort of fixated on is like I really hate Henry so like I'm not super stoked that this is happening but I think that like it is so important to discuss and think about and realize particularly when you're younger that like it is it is much different to sleep with someone that you don't care about and then And then to sleep with someone that you love. Those are very different experiences. And I think like, I agree with Jen in so many ways, when you're sleeping with someone you really love, it is, it can be more nerve wracking, you know, because it's like, there's other things involved. That's not just like, okay, we want to bone each other. Um, And so I was a little more fixated on that. And that like, we actually got this representation in a really interesting way, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: I totally. Like I mean, I think it's a very <laughs> honest, truthful thing that she says and like yeah. a, a good explanation of like what she was feeling and how complicated she was. And like, I, I don't think that she overreacted in like, in the sense of him, like not including her and like the fact mm-hmm. that he was going to be gone for like two months when like, it's like, if you've only been together for like seven months, two months is like a long time, you know? No, 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 totally, um, totally. Like, however, I think she realized that like, she didn't didn't think that that was like an insurmountable thing and she regretted the way that she just like ended it with him however like it's like come on writers we go on this huge ass journey that we hated with Jen and this fucking weirdo that it just he didn't have to he didn't have to suck so bad you know yeah he didn't yeah and this is the end we get we don't get her getting that validation yeah, yet, like, you know, it's like that moment when Grams is like, you're finally realizing you're worthy of being loved. It's like, it's such a good scene and it's such a good, you know, moment for Jen's journey mm-hmm. of her trauma. And then like, th- this is what we get. It's like, mm, you know, just in terms I'm of representation, you. like, you know, yeah. Like, uh, especially since he told her he loved her for like the dumbest shit at the very beginning when he barely knew her. And we never really like heard that again.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think that's a good point. So we go back to the wedding reception
0: <laughs>
1: and Joey goes up to Casey and she's like, I can't do it. I cannot give yeah. you a reason to stay. And then she kind of like I tries to explain out. herself.
0: Yeah. she's like, I can't figure out how I feel about you and how I feel about Dawson. And he's just like, it's kind of like, um, Jack being like, I don't want to hear about Ethan or yeah. sorry. I don't want to hear about, um, Brad or whatever. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. like, okay, okay. I don't want to hear like, you've you decided, you've you made your decision. Okay. You should have done that months ago. would have saved us all this heartbreak, Yeah. which I was like, fuck you. <laughs> but also kind of true. I know she should have. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I hear was, you. I hear you yeah. the
1: fuck you, but also I'm like,
0: well, he's being mean to her, you know. Mm. Um, but because it's Pacey, it's like <laughs> so. Like <laughs> I, we've already talked about this—the way he delivers these really fucked up things—you're like, I got, I get it, I get it, which I think is important. Like sometimes you have to I say think. like truthful, like perceptionally mean things, but like to be, you know, straightforward and honest with people. And there's a way in which to say these things that could potentially hurt someone in a space to be hurt, but like also to maintain honesty.
1: And Paige um, like, you know, good for you. You made your choice. And she's just kind of like, yeah, I guess I have.
0: And it's yeah. just so
1: painful. Like the way that they look at each other
0: as though they're just like both losing it's a fucking everything. With the literal breakup scene. Like you see yeah. that they're like, we just broke up. We need to go cry in the closet right now. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> so right when they're that, like, they have that eye contact of like, okay, I'm going to go cry in a closet. Dawson walks up and, and he's like the
1: exact shot from the longest day where mm-hmm. it's Pacey and Joey on two sides and
0: Dawson like comes each up the middle or, yeah. mm-hmm,
1: on the back porch of the Leary the house. Yeah. And
0: he's like, all members of the triangle are accounted for. And then Joey goes to grab like the disposable camera that Dawson is holding And to walk, and she's gonna, I'm, she's like, I'm gonna fuck out of here. I'm gonna go take some photos. I need to pry into this (laughs) camera lens. And Casey's like, Joe, hey, I don't get a goodbye. And it's so fucked up. (laughs) Fucking Katie Holmes' face. It's just
1: like she's in so much pain. Cause like the fact that she has to do this in front of Dawson is excruciating to her, right? Like that he said this,
0: sorry, go ahead. Well, I, I just, I think that it's interesting because she's called him out before the fourth in the episode of like, I at least thought you were going to say goodbye. And we're seeing her realize like just how difficult him saying goodbye would have been. Yeah. And why he didn't do it? Cause she wasn't going to do it herself.
1: Yeah. But also that like, He's saying like, oh, you're not even going to say goodbye. But Dawson's right there. Like she doesn't even get well, to that's say goodbye he- to him in private. She has to say goodbye in front of Dawson. And her face is just like, I mean, it's excruciating to even look at. Like you're just like, it's so painful. And she looks at him and just says, goodbye, Pacey. And fuck, it hurts so bad. <laughs> I know. It's so hard to watch. It's so painful to watch. Oh, yeah.
0: shit. It's so and- fucked up. And then for like, I mean, it's like hard because like I said, I think Pacey's like, this is how hard saying goodbye to you would have been like, yeah, I don't get any goodbye. You want to, you know, you want to, you know, (laughs) and also like, don't act like this wasn't a choice that you had to make, you know, Mm -hmm. like you're, you're making the choice. Yeah.
1: And, And then Dawson has his angry man face on. And decides he's going to be a fucking prick about this.
0: He's like, looks over at Pacey and he's like, I'm just wondering, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> he says hell because it was network
1: TV, but but he might as well have said fuck.
0: <laughs> I can't believe he just like, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah. I, was like, I can't believe they wrote that line for him. And Pacey's um, like, I'm here for the wedding. Like, yeah, like Pacey's like, calm down, bro. Like, I'm here for the wedding. I'm here for Mitch and Gail. And like, um, you know, and it, it it's interesting that Dawson, like, doesn't see that his, he doesn't get to control his parents, mm-hmm. you know, in that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm.
1: And I want to say, so Pacey, they talk about Pacey going to go sailing
0: and yeah, Dawson's like, oh, I heard you're going to sail the seven seas. And Pacey says, yes, I'm leaving tomorrow. And
1: I just want to make a real note of that because I'm gonna have yeah. some yeah. questions at the
0: end. Um, I'm I'm ready for them. Don't worry. I'm so excited. And um, Dawson's like, and Casey's like, I guess I owe you an graduate accredu- congratulations. Yeah. She made her choice.
1: You got and what you she, wanted.
0: She says to Dawson, You got what you wanted. Yeah. You won. You won.
1: And he's like, it's never gonna be the same between us, is
0: it? Yeah. And Casey kind of gets real, and he's like, so it's never gonna be the same between us, is it? And and it's like this is actually a moment where we see Dawson being honest with a best friend, and like I kind of like that. Yeah. You know? And he's like, no, no. And it's fucking true. Like no, (laughs) totally, totally.
1: (laughs) I mean, my thing is like that's true no matter what like even if you yeah. become friends again it's never going to be the same
0: no exactly and I think that like there's such a, a like I think that's why I'm so hard on Joey like this episode is that like what does she why she's why does she think she can just go back to something that doesn't make any sense you know it's like yeah and Pacey's just there being honest to Dawson like it's never going to be the same between us right like can we just acknowledge that instead of having to act like we should go back to this like situation that we literally cannot go back to you know and I guess like there's a part of me that's like I think as when you're young
1: that is so scary the 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 knowledge that like things happen in a friendship or in a relationship and then you don't go back to the way it was before and I think that's like very very scary the first few times you encounter it and
0: then and then it becomes less scary right it's I like these watch Dawson and Joey like their friendship be completely different over the past mm. two years so it's like at what point Joey are you gonna learn this lesson
1: <laughs> but like I, I mean Aaron even you and you and I our friendship is like mm-hmm. it's very different now than it was when we were 23 yeah I don't and know it's not, I, I, think I don't think it's better evolve. or worse right it's like no. it's not better or worse it's just things have happened to us and our friendship has changed
0: and like yeah I mean not, you know, not like, anything about the relationship with you have when you're so when you're 16 what are the important relationships like the one with your parents you know the yeah. ones with your family the ones with your friends like you even at the age 16 know the relationship with your parents has changed than when you were like 11 you know right
1: sure uh, you know so so but that's my thing is that i think like i understand that it's scary and i understand navigating that kind of change can be really terrifying. And I think with friendships, sometimes navigating that ch- kind of change ends
0: in the friendship kind of ending or petering yeah. out. Or no, and it's really whatever. painful because these are really important relationships to you. And like the most important at the time are the ones that, you know, yeah. have the most amount of your love. So it's really hard, but yeah, just like, but like, but like the honesty of like, it, it's never going to be the same. Like I, See the door being open for maybe them being friends. And my thing is, like, I think the fact that it's not going to be the same is not a bad thing. Yeah, it's like they're acknowledging it's not going to be. So if we were to pursue a friendship, we've now acknowledged the first step. Like, we're not going to have that old friendship. If we were to pursue a friendship, it would be different and it would would be be a new new friendship. Sure. Which is like a good spot to be in. Yeah, totally. So we go back to the car where
1: Jen and like the gang are like waving to Henry as he leaves. And Graham's is like, I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm.
0: And
1: really Jen's sweet. like, I feel like an idiot, but a happy idiot. Mm-hmm. And Grams Graham's is like, like,
0: she <laughs> said she's happy.
1: I've been waiting for this. And like, Jen's like, yeah, like I've been waiting a long time to feel it.
0: And just like my heart, Jen. I mean, that I was the other you. time when I was like, God, it, imagine if we had seen like him, say to her, like, I love you too. Or like, mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. you so, so much or something like that. Like, I, I don't yeah. know. I feel like this scene would be like, you know, to 16 year old me, that scene would have been, you know, more poignant. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I hear
1: you. I think that's a great note. Um, but Jen goes, I think we have one thing left to do,
0: and looks at Jack on this on this carpe diem road trip. Carpe diem road trip. Yeah, don't forget, we're bringing back the carpe diem versus mm. true love. Mhm. Is, she- Is it versus? Is it versus? Seize the day versus true love? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, there. in the true, in the show me love, that's what it was, but okay. Yeah.
1: Oh right, of course. Oh yes, of course, of course. Huh. Um, interesting. It's a carpe diem road trip, and Jack's like, "No, no, I'm not going to do this." Yeah.
0: And yeah, Jack's like, like, "What's the like, <laughs> he's What's the fastest route to Boston?" And you're hey. like, "So the bus was headed towards Ohio." Yeah. They're on the Cape. Mm-hmm. Like they've driven all night. I okay, okay. Okay. They're in Pennsylvania, uh-huh. maybe somewhere. I know. It's like, You know how far, I don't far know. that is? Y'all, oh my God. East
1: Coast geography is a lot. That is so
0: fucking... Like, oh it's my God. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so we go
1: back to the wedding where Dawson yeah. and Joey are dancing and Joey looks fucking destroyed.
0: Oh my God. She's just like, I just had my heart broken. I'm fucking crushed and Destroyed. I w- and I wish I had my best friend Dawson to talk about, but like our relationship will never be the same. And I've just now realized that. And like, I mm-hmm. don't have anyone to talk about this huge heartbreak that just happened. And, and, and she, and Dawson says, I
1: used to be able to look in your eyes and know everything and you were thinking, but these days I don't have a clue. And then Joey's just legit crying. Like, she's I know. <laughs> She just like bursts She's in tears mess, because girl. she. Like, I feel so bad for her. I'm like, this girl needs to go. She needs a glass of white wine
0: and like to go sit in a fucking. She needs to go find Jen and Andy and <laughs> yeah. like Jack some... and like just. Yeah, she needs to be on that carpe diem road trip. Okay, <laughs> she
1: does. She should be on that carpe diem road trip. And Joey's like, you know, oh, I was, like, thinking about the summer. And and then noted, she's saying this
0: while she is legitimately she's crying. crying. She's crying. Yeah. like She's not full out sobbing, but she's, like, crying. It's, it's, and she's like, like I was thinking about summer. and <laughs> We could we go jet skiing with your dad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, she's like, we didn't get to spend last summer together. So we, like, have so much to catch up on. We'll go jet skiing and Fourth of July on Waldeck Island, and we could go to Boston for
0: the weekend. She's like, that'd be fun. Like, (laughs) girl. And like, we see that Dawson is uncomfortable with what winning actually means. Well, I want to
1: say the way that Katie Holmes says fun breaks my heart every time because she's like you can see her trying so fucking hard for him she's like really trying to like yeah keep it together and finally finally dawson is shook by seeing this
0: yeah but that's what i like, mean it's like right i know yeah he's like oh this is what winning this stupid thing that I have in my yeah. head. This <laughs> you know this, in of, this ultimatum yeah. that I issued, this like triangle that I created. This is what winning actually means. Mm. Mm. Cause like, mm. you know, he
1: she, it is so clear how upset she is. She's like her, like we end on a shot of her face that's like she's barely holding it together. She's like <laughs> about to know. start sobbing <laughs> onto him. <laughs> <laughs> and so like like, if, my thing is, like, like she's
0: about to be like, "I just need to go to the bathroom and just like losing, it, losing you know? it like
1: she's very close to losing it, yeah and and is barely holding on, and Dawson kind of is like, "Oh shit,
0: here we are, so so we go back to the road trip, and Jack jumps out of the car at the prep school, yeah, and he's like you know similarly to oh. Jen, like looking for Ethan, yeah. And we see Ethan and some preppy-looking ass dude sitting at a table. hmm mm-hmm. And Ethan's like shook. He's like, "Whoa, what are you doing here, Jack?" <laughs> and,
1: and Jack's, Jack's
0: like-, like, "Um, I mean, I drove a lot of way a long way to um show you. I mean, tell you. I mean, um, I'm not afraid anymore." He
1: says, "I'm not afraid to." And he pauses, and then he just leans in and kisses Ethan. Um, mm-hmm. And so, look, let's talk about it. This was the first romantic primetime gay kiss between two men of a main
0: of a main of a starring character. <laughs> yeah, very on, regular.
1: Yeah, and it was in the year two thousand, so you know, mm-hmm. it was a huge deal. Oh my God, it was such a big deal. Advertisers pulled ads for the episode because of it um I know that there were questions from the network about doing it and I think yeah they they
0: wanted to shoot across the street they wanted to be really far away they didn't Mm -hmm. want to like really be in on the face and Greg Mm -hmm. Berlanti's like I'm fucking quitting (laughs)
1: you know Greg Berlanti who had signed on when he signed on as a showrunner he said I want to have a gay kiss and the WB agreed and then kept making him push it. Like he was going to have it at a certain episode. And they were like, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. And so when we got to season three finale, he was like, we're having a fucking gay kiss. You yeah. promised me a gay kiss. And they have were like, in yeah, shoot it from far away. Mm-hmm. And they did. They, I mean, I think they did shoot it from far away, but I think they also got coverage of it. Like I think Greg told yeah, the director, yeah, yeah. like get close coverage of it too. And so the yeah. shot we actually get is close. It's not from far away. Yeah. Um. But like, you know, this is Jack as a character feels so dated to me now. And like, mm. that makes me so happy that Jack completely feels dated. Agree. I agree.
0: I totally, I was thinking about that yeah. today too. Just like. That is like, I think one of the, actually the most special things about it is Jack feeling so dated, you yeah. know? And like, I love that. Like, even when I'm watching it, I'm like, it's so annoying. There's a straight man playing this character. Yeah. Know? Well, and and I not- love Chris Smith. I think he's a really good actor and it's yeah. a good character, but you're just like, you, it's, no, you, it's annoying, you know? And I love that actually. Well, and like, <laughs> even
1: that there's only one queer character, like, that like Kurt Smith is gay, like or J- Jack is gay, and then like every once in a while he gets like a gay friend or a boyfriend, you know. Like we so far we've only seen Ethan be the other gay character on this show. That there's like ben no Street one else. Far, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ben Street from afar. That's true, but mm-hmm. it's like, but you know, it's like the like nowadays like that's not that is not how this would go down and like and there's something that is
0: so great about that I don't know I think Riverdale only has one right and then the other really boyfriend's like a um like a not a main one yeah
1: Hmm. I mean but he's got like a boyfriend right
0: I I I haven't haven't seen seen Riverdale but um there is a boyfriend character at at the time I saw it, but it wasn't a main character is what I mean. But, it's a very uh, right. Funny. And that's,
1: I get that. And that's annoying. But like, my thing is like, but they do have like, it's like for so long, Jack had no one. And then like, we got Ben street for an episode. Yeah. And then we got Ethan. <laughs> We've gotten Ethan now. And like, you yeah, know, we'll see. I mean, there are others coming. I, you know, I don't think that's a spoiler. Um, that there are other people that Jack will interact with that are also gay. Um, Right. And like, and, and, but it's like, it's like one at a time, you know, there's not like queer people around. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless you count Joey and Jen, which I do. So um,
0: (laughs) yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I just think it was big. No, it's a huge deal. I mean, Mm. it's cool that like from this moment forward, they're, you know, there exists a world where there is queer representation fully. You know. And yeah, totally. So like, that's why millennials and you know Gen Z and everyone else is like, who gives a fuck about gay marriage. Like, it, you know, like. Yeah. Why are, are we, still we talking about? Why this? are we still talking about this? Like, can we move on? Like, we literally have like bigger issues to deal yeah. with than yeah. like who fucks who and who doesn't fuck who and like. Who marries who like I just yeah. I literally cannot worry about something so petty and arbitrary <laughs> sexuality and marriage okay
1: exactly <laughs> like, exactly yeah. and like and you know I I think that like there's this part of me that's like I'm so glad that we've moved forward from jack and then also like th- there's this moment that I want to kind of acknowledge that like this guy is friends with all these people who literally turned around and drove for hours to take him to kiss the boy he liked mm. and like that's kind of a big deal too like that we have this group of friends that it's like we got to go get you the boy like I got the boy yeah I liked. now we're gonna
0: go I, get do, you I the love boy that you yeah I, I know it. that's the other thing that's like it it's like Jack struggles this whole time and th- there's a truth to it that he's like I'm just a normal kid like but I have these other problems you know and like he's just a normal yeah. kid who like couldn't kiss the boy he liked, you know, and like, that's just a, a normal high school, you know, like, sure. quote, unquote, normal. Obviously. I mean, we're watching like, Joey and, you know? and Casey
1: go through this, like, constantly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it's just like, a that's just like a very traditional experience that teenagers have. And mm-hmm. so like, yeah, this representation of like, it shouldn't be like a big deal at all. It should just be like, on screen as it is, there's also this like old lady who's like facilitating it too, which is awesome as well, you know? Sure, sure. We'll take it. You know, and again, like I said at the top of the episode, like after this kiss happened in May, you know, six months later in California, they voted by a 60 to 30 margin, you know, to define, to quote, protect families and Mm say marriages between a man and a woman in the in the family code, you know, like so this yeah. is like a context of the world we're living in. Which again, like you said, it's cool to be like, wow man, how far we fucking come, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Like that's amazing, you know? And like also and still to remind ourselves of, like how far we still have to go, you know. I mean and Mike like, Pence is still. You the just, vice president just have to celebrate moment, your victories, so. you know, yeah. and like that's amazing. No, totally. Um, and so, so yeah, they kiss they kiss and then Ethan and stops Ethan Jack. kind of Stops him and Jack's like so excited. He's like, What? I'm finally like, I'm not scared. I don't care that there's other people around. Like, I'm finally ready to kiss you. I'm ready Mm -hmm. ready to do this. Mm -hmm. And Ethan's like, Ooh, it's not that (laughs) so much as,
1: Have you heard of a Brad? This is, he's like, This is Brad, the guy who was sitting at the table with Ethan. And Jack's Jack's like, like,
0: As as in your ex boyfriend, -boyfriend Brad? Brad. (laughs) And Brad like is this, like hell above Butch dude, which I love. I love it. He too. like stands up and he's like, um, as in boyfriend Brad, but like not mean and aggressive. Not it's just, at like, all. But that's what I love. Like this really cool like <laughs> like just like yeah, this like fucking huge preppy ass looking dude It's <laughs> just yeah. like you know whatever. As in his boyfriend Brad. Yeah. And he like and Brad looks at Ethan is like, I'm gonna give you two a moment which I also think I love is it. really
1: cool too. I love it. so much. I'm just like, okay, Brad, seems like a fucking great guy. Good job. I mean, I'm not going
0: to make that, but he's like at least a decent person. I'm not going to go so far to say great, but um, but like my thing yeah. is like,
1: Brad does not freak out that his boyfriend is being kissed by someone else and instead is just kind of like, eh, it seems like you guys need to talk like
0: no, you exactly. Know. I mean, think about how Dawson reacted when Jack kissed Joey. He mm. like blamed Joey and, and Joey cheated on him. And, you know? punched, and punched
1: Jack in the face. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, you know, so it's kind of, you know, it's like seeing uh, yeah. how that would have traditionally been represented in teen mm-hmm. dramas and like it being like, Okay, well Ethan definitely didn't cheat on me because right. like, he didn't you that really. kiss, you yeah. know. And like, I know who Jack is. So I understand that this is like, I know what happened here. This so needs to play you out, need out. And yeah. To t- and it, not just play out. There needs to be an actual conversation. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. So yeah. 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 To leave you too. So you can fucking talk about this because it deserves a conversation. Absolutely. So and Ethan he- sits down and he's just like, the thing is, it's like a timing thing. Mm. Well, he like offers Jack
1: a seat. He's like, please sit near me and let's discuss this. Like there, he's very like, I would like to engage with you on this issue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And And he's just like, when, you know, it's a timing thing. Like when I came back and like Brad and I, and Jack's like, I just, I don't want to hear about uh it. I don't want to hear about you and Brad. And Ethan's like, okay, like I understand And he looks Jack dead in the eyes. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. And he walks away. And it's like, there's this part
1: of me that's like, it sucks. But it's also really sweet.
0: It's, I completely agree. It's like, I think that's like, I actually like this too. Because I think breakups, especially in teen dramas, are always portrayed as being like these really dramatic yeah, yeah. Really, like you know fucked up situations yeah. and I just don't think all breakups have to be like that I, you agreed. know yeah. like it's in like this is like like this is actually what I've been saying about Jen and, and Henry is like it's just a timing thing you can like that per- you can love that person you can like that person but you, Y'all are just on a different timeline, time, line, time mm-hmm. level, time mm-hmm. time zone, you know, like. Time around the time warp, yeah. Yeah, and like it's just a timing thing that that's like, and that's. It sucks. Uh, but, sucks it's, but like you know, yeah. that's what happens. Um, and like, yeah, they just walk away, and it's like it's not angry. It's sad yeah, and heartbreaking, it but it's sweet and like. Yeah. believable and honest and, and like kind and respectful.
1: It's like all of the things that you want out of like okay, it's not going to work. Yeah. But it's just like it's just not going to work and that's okay. Yeah.
0: So you go from that to the reception. Sweet break up. Yeah. to the wedding reception where Dawson mm. gives A his speech. best man
1: <laughs> oh, and Bessie and Bodie are there. They're in the background. I saw them. Oh, okay, cool.
0: But I was wondering so, why Bessie wasn't at the rehearsal, but I was like, she must have had to work. But you know, yeah, when she so, calls. You know. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: true, true. But like, he gives Dawson actually gives a really nice speech. I will say, like, I think a you lot think of it is. So? Really, <laughs> I do, I do, I like the the first part. Hang on, let me let me just say the first part of it where he's like, you know when I was a kid, I always wanted to be wondered why I wasn't in the wedding photos. And now I'm like here at this wedding and I'm so glad that I'm at this wedding. And he's like,
0: Your in this child new, is showing <laughs>
1: in this new phase of the relationship. <laughs> what do you mean by that?
0: It, I think it's funny that he's like, I used to be so sad. I wasn't in my parents' wedding photos. <laughs> and it's just oh, like, I never shows, felt that like, way. The dynamic within their family of like, he can't, see himself like he can't see his parents outside of him or like you know mm-hmm. what I mean like them having a life without him <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I hear it I I did not ever feel that way about my parents wedding photos um but, but I, you related
0: I, to what he was saying where yes like, I did to me, I just like, thought it
1: was a <laughs> sweet
0: thing I didn't <laughs> relate
1: to it I thought it was sweet like oh uh-huh um and he's like you know He says that, like, he's glad he gets to be in this new phase of the relationship where things are forgiven because he thinks that that's what really love really means is that you can forgive anything. Mm -hmm. And Joey looks up at this point because she realizes this speech is meant for her.
0: (laughs) And she's like half smiling, half like comfortable She's kind of like, what are we doing right now? Yeah, because he's like, she's like, are you saying you forgive me? And like, as the viewer in 2000, you're like, is that what he's saying? He's looking at her mm-hmm. dead in the eyes being like, you know, like love can Things forgive can anything. Mm-hmm. And and so you're like, okay, because that's what she said to him. If I thought you would forgive me, I would have chosen differently. And you're like, oh my right. God, will he forgive her? And then in that moment, we are like, okay, okay. I think Dawson's maturing. He's like, love ends. And then begins again. Love
1: does not conquer all love ends and begins again. And my, my note was just girl go.
0: Yeah. Like that part, (laughs) you're like, Oh my God. He's still (laughs) fixated on like the end of last episode where he's like, I'll wait, call me optimistic, but like, I'll wait, like you're going to come back to me, you know? Mm. And
1: yeah. And then we go, like we go to a commercial and come back and Joey finds Dawson on
0: the dock. Okay. And, this, I'm going to say, are the worst shoes she wears all episode. Okay. It's like, all I can look at is her feet as she's okay. walking. It's yeah. so bad. They're so bad. Are they they're flats? S- no, they're like strappy. Um, they're strappy heels, but like without a, like an ankle strap. They're kind of like a, you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like a flip-flop strappy. Like a slide-in heel. Yeah. But like, you know, those ones that they, since as a result, like your toes kind of go mangy because like Uh the straps uh are really thin and it's just like it's not a good shoe silhouette either foot silhouette what are you doing
1: (laughs) okay and Joey tells yeah it's bad Joey tells Dawson that his speech was beautiful and asks if he meant it and he's like Uh, every word and he says to Joey you should turn around and go to Pacey
0: and she's like, like
1: what (laughs) and he says last year you had the opportunity to go to Paris and because of Dawson she um she didn't go and he should have made her but he was selfish yeah bro he's
0: like no that's not it that wasn't you it wasn't you it was my choice Paris Mm -hmm. wasn't your fault
1: and he and Joey says it's my choice now what if I want to stay
0: and girl stop fucking lying you do not yeah. want to stay. I know, I know. <laughs> and he's like, I can see it. Yeah. Pacey's he's... this year's Paris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You, and this time you, you have to go. You want to be
0: with Pacey. Mm-hmm. And then he says it. I well, forgot he says, that he says this. He he's says, like, this
1: time you have to go. You have to see for yourself. And at that point, I think she should just push him off the dock when he says you have to see for yourself. And then
0: Um, he says to her, though, like, I want to give him space for this. He's like, all that matters is what you want.
1: Yeah. Well, first he says, I can stand here and tell you it's going to be a colossal mistake and that all roads lead back to me. But that's not going to make any difference. And then he says, all that matters right now is what you want. In all caps, I said, yes, this is true.
0: I know. (laughs) I totally forgot. I forgot that he had said that to her. Right. And then. I think this is what's the most
1: frustrating about Dawson's character is that there are times when he really hits it on the head and then it's all couched in just fucking bullshit. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's like, he's acknowledging, like, I can see you want to be with him. You, you know, you've told me that. And also now I'm like visibly seeing it and like, you know, and it's like what I know that's what you want. So that's all that matters. So stop lying to me. Yeah. And she's and like she's just like uh I don't know what I want like Yes you do girl yes you do And he that's what he says he's like yes you do you mm-hmm. want him you want him like I want you mm. You love him like I love you mm. The only difference is he loves you back True and I think we're supposed to be heartbroken for Dawson in this, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm so not. You know?
1: Yeah. And she starts crying. I'm actually cause... kind of impressed that he actually is having this kind of self-awareness.
0: I completely it seems very agree. out of character for him. Mm-hmm. I totally agree, you know? Totally, you know? And she starts crying, and then, mm-hmm. you know, then, if I don't just... have any sympathy for him, like, I'm I'm sadish that, like, you know, he's going to be heartbroken. I I am sad about that. Like, I don't like people feeling that way. And it's especially when it it really sucks, you know? Yeah. But then he just And so when you're like, okay, I maybe could get there if he said some other really insightful, good things, like (laughs) he just said, is he gonna though? Is he gonna? (laughs) He looks her in the eyes and Uh he says, you're free. Um, he says, I'm not going to stand
1: in the way. You're free. He literally says you're free. I like want you guys to know we're not paraphrasing.
0: He says you're free. That is the exact quote. Craig, <laughs> Tom, Gina, who about- Jeffrey.
1: How I could mean, you?
0: y'all. How could you? He
1: freed a woman. He <laughs> told a woman that she was free. Are you absolutely fucking kidding me? In the year
0: 2000.
1: Aaron, I know. In the year 2000.
0: And the thing uh, I think why this like lands so poorly, I mean, it lands so poorly just because it's really fucking stupid, but every single person watching this show grew up fucking watching Aladdin. <laughs> what? Wait, She's wait, like wait. freeing wait. a genie. You're free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way I made, but I like it. There's just no way you could take that line of anything positive. Mm -mm. And so she she's got her trauma from Dawson, so she just glosses over that.
1: Well, no, she says you're free, and and I had a meltdown, and then she he was like, you can do whatever you want, and I'm like, (laughs) yeah, she always could do whatever she wanted. You fucking asshole.
0: Well, it's actually not true because what she says is like, well, I want to be friends with you. I want to know I can still be friends with you, you know? And that you don't hate me. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. he's like, those are just words. Either way, you're going to run and be with him. So it's like, even in what he's saying to her of like, you're free, which is fucking twisted and fucked up. And I'll never get over that. (laughs) Yeah. And then he's like, you can have what you want. And it's like, yeah. he's, like she's laid out what she wants. Do I think she's kind of being twisted by demanding to be friends with him? Yes, I do think that. But he's also not saying like that's on the table. So like, why does he say like, you can have what you want? Yeah, because he, he says that
1: like, you know, um, after she's done dispensing her pleasantries, she's going to turn around and walk away from him and my thing is like and then he asks her aren't you like you're going to turn around and walk yeah. away from me aren't you and my thing is like okay so you just f- quote freed her like freed her. freed her and now you're asking if she's actually going to go i know like that's what that's what's happening right now
0: is it free will <laughs> oh my okay. god and joey says and like she's i have like, to sobbing she's like i have to i have to know mhm yeah girl go please go jesus and he's like then he tells her to scram mm -hmm. he's like get get go
1: (laughs) like he's an alley like she's an alley cat yeah and she and he's like before i take it all back just go and Joey cries and she runs away and <laughs> we get the single greatest shot in television history.
0: I know the Dawson
1: cry face. Oh my God. It doesn't disappoint it's, every single time. No matter when you see it, it's amazing. Look, I remember in college when we used to watch the show a lot, us always laughing about that cry every face. And this time. was like, 2002 2003 so it was pre memes like memes yeah, yeah, was yeah. not a thing that existed so like I'm not surprised that this became a huge meme oh my
0: god I, I, I remember when my best friend was watching Dawson's Creek like the last time I did my like major we and my cousin came over when we went to go to dinner right when we were watching this episode and she came a little bit early so she sat down to watch this episode and and um I like texted her because we were watching and I was like oh uh we're, we'll go in a minute. We just have to wait till he cries. And she was like, my cousin's alive with my baby cousin. So she was like, okay. And like, we're sitting there and she, everyone erupted in laughter. It was yeah, so yeah. fucking funny. It is so and funny. She like fell out of her chair. She was laughing so hard. I don't think anyone expected it was coming because like, yeah, like th- this was, I don't know, I guess it was like eight years ago. Maybe like people just weren't as, you know, it's, it's so pervasive now, you know? And like, I think to the true fans, it's such like it's so funny because like he's such an asshole at the end and there's no yeah. real choice. And so you're supposed to like real like even Gina said when we were interviewing her, it was such this like emotional thing. And I think, you know, like it felt differently when they were filming it, that it would like come across different. But as a fan yeah. watching it, you're like, he fucking sucked for the last five episodes, four episodes. I mean, it was just awful. just awful. Just horrible. And so when he cries, it feels like you're like it's literally like watching the patriarchy crumble, you know, and it's <laughs> even like a hilarious cry. Like it's a fake yeah. ass hilarious cry, which is like a fucking cry of the patriarchy, you know, which yeah. is why I wanted to put it on our book. Like, you know, yeah, um, because it's the image on our the Im- the cover. cover image yeah. on our book, because A, anyone knows that that's from Dawson's Creek. It's the most iconic thing. But the true fans know what it really means.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Joey runs out of this wedding. Yeah. Runs past the car
0: that Mitch and Gail are getting in to leave on their honeymoon. Yeah. But she's wearing these horrible, hideous shoes, so she's running mm-hmm. like a maniac. <laughs> yeah, she is.
1: And then Jen pulls up and sees Joey running and then looks down to the dock and sees Dawson crumble onto the dock, (laughs) crying. (laughs) Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. So, uh,
1: whatever. So then we go to Jack's house where his dad is, like, I don't know, playing with something in the kitchen and, like, Is like, oh, I'm glad you're back. And Jack like is like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I'm going to my room. Like, I have had a terrible day.
0: And Mr. McPhee's like, Jack, you're upset. Like, let's let's talk about it. I want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Jack's just like, you don't want to hear what I have to say. Yeah. Mr. McPhee's like, that's not true. And Jack's like, you. So you want to know that I
1: found out that Ethan got to back together with his ex. And then he's like, do you really want to hear that I found that out after I kissed him? And like Mr. McPhee is uncomfortable. Like I want to acknowledge that like he's definitely uncomfortable with that fact that like Jack has kissed
0: another And to be honest like it's hard to know whether he's uncomfortable because of his homophobia or because of his like staunchness and it might just be about sexuality in general
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh okay fair that's fair and and Mr. McPhee's like oh that's interesting and Jack's like look I want you to admit it that the thought of me kissing another guy disgusts you that I disgust you and Mr. McPhee says that's not true like you don't get to pick an argument with me to vent your frustration yeah and Jack is like, I spent a year working on this relationship and now it's a wash. He's like, this whole year is a wash. My whole life is a wash. Oh,
0: that like breaks my heart every time. Oh my time. god, every time.
1: And Chris Smith is so good in this scene.
0: I know. He's
1: so good. And 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 Mr. McPhee is like, your life is not a wash. And yeah. then he gives this like, true great dad advice. Or like, Whatever support I guess, uh-huh. and is like you hurt because you had the guts to put yourself out there and you went after what you wanted, and I just love that so much. And like Jack is so distraught and he's crying, and this and is he, like
0: he crumples on the floor, and it's a very yeah. it's a callback to when he comes out into yeah. At the, 215 you know he's like on Mm -hmm. the floor he makes himself small he's crying and his dad's over there and in 215 his dad's like you're not gay fuck you and in this moment Mr. McPhee is like totally understanding you know because Jack says like I can't
1: keep going through this like I I have all the problems of the typical teenager but there's this other level of constant fear and pain and like Jack honey that is so true. And I'm so I, sorry that it's like this. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, do you know what I went through over a kiss? Like one kiss? Mm-hmm. Like people don't normally have to, like most people don't have to do that.
0: Yeah. And then and, Mr. McPhee. Yeah, because Jack's like, I don't want to be different. Like I didn't ask to be gay. Oh internalized homophobia is a real monster, man. I know, but it's also like, I feel like that's such a good representation on screen of like, I I didn't ask for this. Like, I know yeah. that's not how this happened, you know? It is. But also like, I think we also need
1: to acknowledge that part of that is internalized homophobia where it's like this internal part of you. That's like, I didn't, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, you know, it's, it lives within
0: well, all I of mean, us. Well, I mean, he's so. acting like his heartbreak is extra because he's gay. And I just like, I don't actually think that's true. You know, like the situation that happened with him and Ethan, it's heartbreaking even if he wasn't gay.
1: I think that the situation that happened, between the thing at the train station is the thing that happened that like shouldn't have happened because he's gay. That like he should have just been able to go kiss Ethan and feel okay about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like this, uh, the society that we live in is uh, such that he felt so bad about that or felt like he couldn't do it, whatever he felt about it, why he felt like he couldn't do it. That is the hard part of being gay.
0: Right. But what he's talking about is this actual kiss and then finding out Ethan got back together with his ex-boyfriend. Right. And that's actually, I don't think that experience is you know, like, no, and, no, no,
1: that's not, that's not localized to just gay people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's like, you know, jo- Jack says, I didn't ask to be gay. And Mr. McPhee says no more than I asked for a gay son, but I'm glad I got one.
0: Boy, am I glad I got wow. one, which is like too heavy handed, but it's really sweet, but, I'll, but I'll take it. And like yeah. the, the journey of this, mm. this relationship you know, I think that's why I was so mad that Henry doesn't say he loves Jen because, like, the closure that Jen gets this season, I, it doesn't feel as strong as what Jack mm. gets. While mm. Jack doesn't get romantic love, he gets the love from his father, which is like it
1: isn't even, even a, a con- deal. it isn't
0: even a consolation prize. You know, right. it is like something that is like really powerful you know and like yeah. Mr. McPhee still is like you know like a stoic cold dude like that's what I mean isn't I watching it I'm like is he just uncomfortable with the idea of like his son kissing anyone <laughs> you know like and like what a weird way to grow up you know <laughs> but I felt like that might be a reality you know <laughs> um, sure
1: sure and I, I don't think that you're wrong but also like The way I look at it is like I'm just so glad that it I'm so glad it took time to get there because I think Uh like I think there's a way in which um some of sometimes media representations because they have to wrap themselves up so quickly
0: yeah
1: like it's like oh and then everyone was not homophobic anymore (laughs) yeah that takes a lot of time
0: (laughs) and I just even think the way Mr McPhee even this scene where it, like is cringy and weird, where he's like, "Boy, am I glad I've got a gay son." <laughs> You're like, yeah. "Oh my god!" It feels authentic to his character, which yeah, is why yeah. it feels so earned, and it feels yeah. like, you know, as Jack is that's his dad. He would know the he would know his dad's vibe, and that would be really special to him. You know? Yeah. Do I think that would feel special to someone else? Like, no. But like like it feels so authentic to their dynamic yeah. and the character of Mr. McPhee.
1: Cause at that point, you know, Jack's like, no, you don't mean that. And, and he says, yes, I do. And, and he, he comes goes over and, hugs him. and hold, like hold holds him. him. And like father hugging son. I mean, first of all, dads hug your fucking sons, man. Whew. Yeah. But also like, but also like he just holds him and like, lets him cry and lets him be sad. And lets him have this kind of like breakdown and about like how sad he is that this happened. And like, and no matter if it's he's gay or straight, like just having that moment of like holding your kid when they're heartbroken. It's such a beautiful moment. I really, I love that scene so much.
0: I know it's (laughs) such a good scene. Like, you know, Yeah. and like I said, like, it doesn't feel like a consolation to Jack. Like, oh, you don't Mm. get a love interest. So you get this, like, you know, scene with your your dad. dad. And just like it, you walk away being like, oh my God, that's so awesome. Like, you know, I'm so happy Uh, for him. Yeah. I remember like crying so much in 2000. Yeah,
1: I mean, even still, if I'm, it hits me on the right day, that scene will make me cry.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so we get then a music cue of I Will Be There For You by Jessica Andrews, and we see Dawson, very sad, walking through the wake of this party and up to his room, and he walks into his room,
0: and who's and there? And he's like, hey! <laughs> and Jen's there, and Jack's there.
1: All and Jen's the, the like, pick me
0: up posse. Yeah, Jen's like, so Andy and I were talking, and I'm like, oh my god, yes. Please talk more. And yeah. Uh, and Andy's like, and I took it on myself to invite Jack, and Jack's <laughs> like, and I went and picked up some fucking movies. Yeah, yeah. So here we are. We're here
1: to help you, and you know we thought you could use some company. Um, and he does call Jack Jack Attack, which is my oh, yeah. second favorite nickname for Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah you must definitely. point it out. And Dawson starts to say, "Thanks so much, guys, but
0: I need to like like I need to be alone." He's about yeah, to say, yeah.
1: kind he gets cut don't off. I
0: want to be alone, and they're like, "No, nope. no, 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 that's <laughs> nope, not nope. going to happen." Yeah. <laughs> and jen says i want the words i need to be alone
1: stricken from our group's lingo and andy's like it's ranked up there with can we talk like we gotta get rid of this (laughs) shit and jen's like um jen says like yeah they um, get meta yeah they get they get meta oh i have a thing hang on there we go um this is some alternate reality where our intellects are sharper, our quips are wittier, and our hearts break repeated, Our hearts are repeatedly broken, while faintly in the background, some out, soon-to-be-out-of-date tempo pop plays. <laughs> and Dawson asks Jen why it hurts so much, and Andy says, "Our pain makes us real, Dawson, but we can't do it alone.
0: None of us can."
1: nope and Jen packs the bed and tells him to sit down and they start telling the story of what they did today yeah
0: he's like so what did you do today Yeah. and they like they're, and he's like you are not gonna believe these two and they have this really <laughs> cute friend moment as yeah. we pan over to Antoine's painting, Aunt Gwen's painting. <laughs> Burn this goddamn painting! Possibly. Oh my god! Or just give it to me. I want that on my wall. Aaron Luckily, I have it. it on a T-shirt, so which you can get mm. from our, At our fucking merch store. <laughs> but I don't know the fucking co- what Whatever. do you call it? It's in our bio. URL. <laughs> so we, we go cut to Joey. over to Joey in new clothes. Okay, let me just running this. running. To true love yes I know you've been waiting for this moment
1: I, I have two moments so this is the first this is part A of this uh-huh. moment mm-hmm. Joe, to recap I just want to recap what's mm-hmm, happening mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pacey at the wedding that was at the wedding Pacey yeah. said I'm leaving tomorrow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Joey left the wedding in her bridesmaids dress mm-hmm, mm-hmm. running seemingly to catch Pacey even though he's leaving tomorrow. So that's not like super urgent, right? And she has now changed her clothes and is running down the dock, seemingly very urgent. Mm -hmm. Is it the same day? Don't know. Can't tell you. What day is it? I have more to say about this, but we have to get through part of the scene before I say (laughs) the rest. And I I guess there's a
0: popular theory that there was a cut scene where Jesse... Sorry, Joey goes home and Bessie is like a uh, girl. Pacey just decided he he's leaving right now. Okay. And then okay. that's what happens. Okay,
1: I, I'm here for that. I have more to say. Katie Holmes is running in flip flops. I want to say, which is no easy feat. So I'm gonna give. <laughs> it's her... easier than the shoe
0: she was wearing earlier, I'll tell you. Okay,
1: okay, yeah, I'll give you that. But flip-flop running like that, like she's
0: running, she's fucking
1: running.
0: Yeah, um, that's it... why it's hilarious when she's running at the Leary household because it's like the 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 heels she's wearing are practically flip-flops, you know, like yeah. heel yeah. strap sandals. Flip-flops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> So she's like, she's yelling, like, Pacey's "Pacey, name. Pacey," mm-hmm. and like she's kind of like looks over at the boat and no one's she there. She gets on the
1: boat and like is like, "Pacey, yeah, Pacey," and he's not there. On,
0: Pacey, 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 he's not there. We see up the dock. He's walking, holding a bag of groceries. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What are you? What are you? Do you want for? something?
1: Yeah, do you want something? Can I help you?" Out? And Joey gets off the boat and stands on the dock and says, "I want to talk to you." Mm-hmm.
0: And he's like, it's too late. I'm already leaving. You can't stop me. And she's like, not here to stop you. And he's like, what?
1: He's like, what? You want to say goodbye again? Like, rub it in. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then then Joey gives the greatest, most romantic speech.
0: Okay, so she (laughs) goes to, like, start untying the boat. is untying the boat, yes. Yeah, he's untying the boat. Yeah, and that's when she's like, "I'm, I'm not here to stop you. Mhm. I don't. I don't want I don't to, be want to stop.
1: Yeah, she says I don't want to stop you, Pacey, and I don't want to stop Dawson, and I don't want to be stopped. Not by either of you. Not by anyone. And she says that's what this whole year has been about. We've been trying to stop oh each God. other. You're, you're gonna be okay. We've been <laughs> trying to stop each other from moving on and from growing up, but not you. And from moving forward. Yeah. And she says, you're different. You've challenged me every step of the way. You've been there every step of the way. And he interrupts her.
0: He's like, what is the point of all of this? Yeah, he's like, departure time is in T minus 30. So like, if you have a point. Yeah. Please get to it. He goes to like, grab a rope off of the boat to like, He walks behind her. Yeah, he walks
1: behind her. Uh And she like, collects herself for a second. Like, what am I going to say right now? And she tur- and and she turns she stands around
0: there.
1: she turns around and, and we she see says,
0: yeah, it's one of those scenes like in, with Jen and Henry, where we see his face and her behind him. Mm-hmm. And, and she, she says, "I
1: think'm I think I'm in love, with you. I'm in love with you." Mm.
0: And he sighs, "Oh my <laughs> God, this is the best casey sigh in all of Dawson's <laughs> Creek. Oh my God." And he stops what he's doing. He like stops dead in his he sighs Mm -hmm. stops dead in his track. His face falls and he's like Wait, wait, wait. Before
1: his before he says anything, we get the piano opener to Janice Ian's
0: Days Like These. (laughs) I know. I know. Oh my god. I know. Of course that sigh has the piano solo that I'm going to walk down the aisle if I ever do that. (laughs) And he's like, you think, or you know.
1: Yeah.
0: And he's still not looking at her. He's still not looking at her. And she's like, I know. And he like, that is when he turns around. He smiles and then like pulls it back together. And he turns around. And she says, he's like,
1: I've I've known it since the moment you kissed me, and maybe even before that. And
0: scary as it that's is, that's calling back the vows. The what? I that's calling back the vows. I loved you before I met you. Mm. You know. Ugh.
1: Okay, but I hate that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and she
1: says, and as scary as it is, I don't want to deny it anymore, Pacey. I don't want to run from it, and I don't want to let it run from me. And he stands up and, and
0: leans he's on the like, sail. He's like, so what do you want to do here? Yeah. And, and she she's looks like, I want to come with you. And then he like snaps out of his like, his love, you know, haze. And he's like, wait, what? wait, wait. What about, are, responsibility? Like, are you crazy? Like, you he's like are you crazy
1: what about the Bessie and the B&B like and you well to- she says I want to stop standing still I want to move forward I want to come with you and he says what about Bessie and the B&B they need you I know and, and then she looks like, him dead in the eye
0: oh my god <laughs>
1: she looks him dead in the eye and she says not as much as I need you Pacey I mean, oh my god, that is the most fucking romantic thing.
0: And he smiles. Yeah. And he's like, cannot believe what's happening. And she walks over to get on board, and he's like, ah, ah, ah." yep. And he looks at him, and he's like, she's like, permission to come on board. Hmm. And he grabs her hand and he's like, permission granted. And they just make out. Well, oh. he helps her onto the boat. Uh-huh. And like... he like, f- sweet, romantic. Yeah. Make out. And they just look both so happy.
1: Like, it's not like a... It's like, a, it's a nice make out scene. But like, they're not like, going at it. They just are so smiley and happy. And she gives like this big goofy smile at a certain point. Like,
0: I know. And it's like just because we saw her and Dawson like kind of kiss last episode. Like, that's what I mean is like every time I see them, I'm like, I just don't get it. And you mm. see them just like kiss and you're like, I do. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. And he's
1: like, Can you swim? And she's like, Oh yeah, but I'm just worried about a change of clothes. Okay. So here's my second thing. <laughs> So here's my second thing, which is, did she go home and change from the wedding and like not pack, like even just like some underwear and a toothbrush, like didn't even grab any of that. Did she have clothes at Dawson's house? But Pacey said he was leaving tomorrow. Did she go home and think about it and not go directly to Pacey the night before? Like it is so confusing. I like the fan theory. That there's a yep. cut scene. I think that makes a lot of sense. The way that this I think episode that this
0: part right now, when mm-hmm. she's like, I'm worried about a change of clothes.
1: She didn't know she was going to sail with him. She thought she went there to go ask him to stay.
0: Yeah. Or like, okay. she didn't like, I think she just was like, I need to go talk to him. I don't think she had like a plan. Like she doesn't really like, she doesn't really direct scenes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think she had a plan as to like what she was going to go and say. She's like, I need to ask him to stay. But and then as she's like, you know, word vomiting, she's like, I fucking hate Capeside my whole life. I want to <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Why would I ask him to stay in this shithole? Wait, why do I want to stay in this shithole? Like, I don't have parents. I can fucking bounce. <laughs> OK, I mean, like,
1: I'm willing to buy that. It just seems like I don't know. I just, you know, like a toothbrush. I just like the rest of the stuff you can handle, but like he's because he says like it's gonna be a few days before we hit the next port, and I I'm know. like, bro, you don't even have a toothbrush,
0: <laughs> but he has one. You know, are they gonna share a toothbrush? I mean, you would for a couple of days if you <laughs> didn't have one, yeah. All right, I, that's not my <laughs> that's that's
1: not my favorite <laughs> answer. <laughs>
0: That's ever happened. I mean, if you are making out with that person, like you no, know, I, mean, I don't I hear think you, that it's like but it's sustainable a to like share a toothbrush long term. <laughs> but if you like go on a weekend trip, you know, for your t- toothbrush, of course, you are going to use your partner's. I mean, I am going to buy a new one. <laughs> well, yeah, but if that's an option, of course, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't camp, so it's always an option. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I but I hear you. I guess anyway, um, I I have thought about that every time I watch this episode for probably 18 years. I don't know if I noticed it at the first watch, but, but as we watched it all the time,
0: literally all I ever think about is how did she get there? Like, I'm like, did she, she didn't drive there then if she just, if she's that's what I always think. Yeah. It's like, did she drive there and just leave the car there? No, 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 definitely not.
1: She just ran. Did she, did she row her boat uh, to some other dog? But then, but then she left her boat somewhere. Yeah, it's some other dock for the whole summer.
0: But that's what I mean. Is like she. So that's the part that I'm always like, wait, what? Like, how did she get there? Because
1: <laughs> I don't think Bessie dropped her off. I was like, sure, girl,
0: go. Yeah. <laughs> or like, maybe she did if that's what the like fan yeah. theory. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, I don't know. So Pacey says, you know, don't worry about the clothes. We'll hit the next port in a few days. And Joey's like, uh, a few you days. Think?
0: He's like maybe a few days after that, and they literally sail off into the t- beautiful sunset. Right.
1: We have Janice in playing and they sail off into the sunset, and this is
0: like literally a ship. The I know it's so meta and so perfect and just like so everything 16 year old me was like I've never seen anything more romantic than yeah. this sailing off into the sunset it is pretty damn
1: romantic and I just want to say like Joey finally made a choice and and in my opinion the correct choice
0: yeah and it, you know regardless of you know the whether it's good or bad or right or wrong she made a choice that she wanted to do and like she also to me the thing that's so awesome is she gets to get out of capeside yeah that's for the literally what she's wanted her whole the whole time we've known her Mm -hmm. and she she gets that yeah and I
1: think it's great I'm so glad for her
0: oh my god it's so good so who are you rooting for
1: Pacey and Joey
0: true love I'm rooting
1: for I mean I I mean I'm rooting for you know Jack and Jen and Andy to like get what they need but also like I mean I love Jack's storyline in this episode I really really love it um but also like I'm like okay great so dust yourself off and get on to the next thing totally
0: i mean it's like you've made it over this hurdle yeah so now you're, you're you know like you kissed a boy and ready. you liked it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's like there's no backing down like there never was from whether or not you were gay but like this yeah no going back you know like um so just so go forward cool. yeah and, like you know i love the family acceptance i always like that i hate watching asshole parents um, yeah it's like why the fuck are you a parent then you know but yeah. um Uh, you know, Grams is awesome in this episode. Yeah. Andy's, like, so small, but she's a good friend to everyone. Like, she really wants Dawson and Pacey to be friends, you know? And she wants what Jack and Jen want, you know? um, So that's cool. I
1: just wish she had more of a storyline, as usual. I'm, like, wishing for her to be more developed. And, you know, I'm happy for Jen in a way, but I just think Henry is so boring, and I
0: just... Yeah, it's really hard to give a fuck about that storyline because I don't like Henry.
1: And I mean, I guess I should say it because I say it about people all the time. But like, this is Henry's last episode. Good yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, goodbye, Henry. Good entirely I couldn't stand you for almost this whole time.
0: Yeah, totally. So. It kind of is a spoiler, but it's okay. I Kind of is a
1: spoiler and I'm so sorry, but like, he, he doesn't come back. Um, so we'll,
0: we will hear about him though. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So for our listener corner, Mm -hmm. this one's from Instagram. So I don't have a name. Their handle is snog. Mm. Um, one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) How do you feel about this season finale overall? My
1: fucking God, it is so good.
0: It's so good. It holds up. It's so good. When we started this podcast, I asked my boyfriend like, um, have you seen Dawson's Creek? And he's like, no. And I was like, okay, you just have to watch this one <laughs> episode. Like this will just like, you'll understand it. And it's yeah. like, it really is a standalone. Yeah. And and I, he's like, oh, I don't want to do that. And I was like, I'll just let you know right now it has the the crime face in it. And he's like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, is it is good. Like It
1: is it, convenient that that's there. I, <laughs> I mean, I also think like, it's so interesting because I think that you know when put in the context of like the whole end of season three like from Cinderella story on basically that like it's it's such a great trajectory in the last whatever however many episodes six seven episodes of season three that like the it builds to this crescendo that really delivers it delivers mm-hmm. on every single thing that we've been looking at Um, I mean, my one complaint is like, as we have mentioned many times that I think it's so much more interesting if Dawson hasn't been this total pile of trash that he has been. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think that's my only complaint about it is like, I would really like it to be a very hard choice for Joey and and it is not a hard choice.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it is a hard choice for Joey, actually, but I wish that we felt that. Hardness, yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, That's a better way of putting it. Thank you. Um, like, yeah, like I wish that the viewers could feel that, um, you know, d- difficulty, uh, better than we do, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, we, we don't, you're just like, it's so obvious. You don't even want what Dawson's offering you. Like you don't want, you know, mm-hmm. and like, he's so mean, he's so uninterested in what you want, mm-hmm. you know? And like. So it, it's like, like, we're fucking woke ass millennials. We didn't know that's what we were. And we didn't know, like, <laughs> that was our, our vibe. But we're like, this is fucking bullshit, you know? And so, like, it was, a, I, you know, like, I, I've said it before. I just feel like the writers, like, underestimated their audience. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. And also, like, I was telling Julia this before we we started recording. I, I couldn't sleep last night and I was like, man, if I was an editor, if I knew how to do that shit, I wish I could like edit down this 23 episode, you know, um, season and get rid of Eve and get rid of like a lot of the shittiness of Henry's behavior and like a lot of the stuff I didn't like about Ethan. And if I think you could make really concise like 12 at 13 episode season, which is mm. why as much as I we talk about how like uh kids these days, the week to week, blah blah blah. The one benefit I do think that they that we have in media right now is we have shorter seasons. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
1: I agree. I agree. And I think um So everything's like tighter, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They they're not filling as much space.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because it's like if we had just you know, we didn't have show me love. We just had the last four, you know, you might, we might enter feeling a little bit differently about Dawson. Yeah.
1: Show me love really is. I mean, he is just unredeemable after that, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah,
0: totally. And the only scenes that are important in that are like a few that could have just been added on in like the longest day. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, but I love the
1: finale is fucking great. What a great finale. I mean, truly like a great ending of a season.
0: A great um like the way it shifts all the characters you're excited to go into season four even oh though God. you're like i remember being know. so
1: excited about season four
0: yeah yeah like and it's like the cliffhanger is like actual good cliffhanger and not like dawson and joey kissing it's like shit yeah, yeah they, they're they're, they're off, in off into the sunset, sunset. like oh
1: my god and my favorite story my favorite story is what happens after you ride off into a sunset right like absolutely yeah that is what i mean it's like part of my as much as i love a good romantic comedy part of my problem with a romantic comedy is often like everyone's behaved like absolute trash and we're kissing and making up but what you don't see is all the work that has to go in after the kissing and making up because like we've acted like absolute trash hello yeah a
0: lot to apologize for.
1: and get through and work work on and and I actually I like I mean like I said I mean I love a romantic comedy so don't get me wrong but like I like the other part too I like the like I wish I could have a sequel to almost all of them that there's like and here's where we do all the work Mm -hmm. (laughs) absolutely yeah and so and so I think like for me ending season three like this and, and looking ahead to season four is like, holy shit, I cannot wait until we get into this. Like, what does it look like mm-hmm.
0: after you ride off into the sunset? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and how do you position yourself in, back within the friendship group when the dynamics have completely Shifted. changed, Yeah, you know? Totally. So that's so exciting. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I can't believe we did it.
1: We did it. We did it, you guys. I hope, I want to say... Just thank you to our listeners um, for like listening to us talk about this season. I know so many of our episodes were so long this season. I'm yeah. <laughs> pretty sure looking at our time, this one included. Um, and like, I hope we did you all justice, you know, like mm-hmm. I know how important season three is to Dawson's Creek fans and you know, it's important to us too. And I just, I hope we did it justice. It, it, this season of this show means so much to us. Um, and like, we just like appreciate you guys listening.
0: Yeah. No, thank you for joining us on this journey. (laughs) We've created this amazing safe space and like, we just get the best like comments and interactions with everyone. I think, you know, just like what we're doing with this show and like, it resonates in a way that's really fulfilling mm-hmm. and like what people bring from what we've like sparked from them, like, and bring back at us is so endlessly fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is so cool. And, um, uh, yeah, we're gonna take a little bit of a break, but yeah. like speaking on like everyone's comments, we, we're going to do a, a recap in the next couple of weeks. So we've got some really cool thoughts and Q and A's that are going to come up next week, but there will be a little bit of a break. Before- yeah.
1: We're going to take a break from episode breakdowns just for the rest of the year, just so that we can um, <laughs> just recharge ourselves a little bit. Um, you know, it is, it, it takes a lot to do these every week. Um, so we'll be back in January um, and we'll make an announcement on our, all our social medias and stuff and let you know, but you sh- we're hoping you'll have a, an episode every week. Just not yeah. necessarily, just not an episode breakdown. Exactly. Um, so um, also just to let you guys know, we had to reschedule our interview with Tom Kapanos, um, just a, a scheduling issue. So we're doing our best to get that recorded. And that might be one of the episodes um, that we yeah. bring to you. Um, we will, we will interview him. We promise, but um, we just had to, to reschedule it a little bit. Exactly. Um and then lastly I just want to say that like we want to just wish you a happy holiday whichever holiday you celebrate um we hope it's great um and a, a very happy new year um I you know may 2020 be may 2021 be everything that 2020 was not um mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and um I don't know we know this year has been hard and and we hope that we were able to bring you some joy and some fun um and yeah. some distraction from this fucking dumpster fire of the year. So
0: totally.
1: thank you. And, you know, take care of yourselves over the holidays. I know, you know, these holidays have been rougher than most, um, but mm-hmm. we're, we're thinking about you and we're wishing you the best. And, um, and yeah, we're, you know, we'll be, like I said, we'll be on social media, we'll be around, but, um, but we're just going to yeah. do a little episode breakdown respite.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So thanks for listening. Um, as always, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's critique. Um, you can email us Dawson's critique at gmail.com. Why don't you email us the best thing that happened to you in 2000, in 2020, 2020 as well for us we became authors yeah it was the book <laughs> <laughs> just like so wild I can't believe that happened So on that note you can buy our book I know this, I'm doing a little bit early in this thing but you can buy our book uh I remember everything life lessons from Dawson's Creek, wherever you get your books.
1: I, I want to shout out really quickly books and books in Coral Gables, Florida, AKA Miami, Florida. They're a great independent bookstore there. So check them out if you would like to order it. Crazy.
0: Um, we want to shout out our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at go crazy. You can follow my Finsta at Aaron Um, uh, we have merch now. Did you see the new merch?
1: Yeah, it's fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah, we I got <laughs> subvert the dominant paradigm t-shirts, <laughs> laptop cases, stickers. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to our Aunt Gwen t-shirts. And I'm hoping, so I'm going to tell th- say this now. Okay. To hold myself accountable. Okay. We're going to do a new merch launch every month.
1: Yep. Okay. All right. Um. Please like a subscribe, write a review, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Uh, thank you to those of you who have. It helps us so much when you do that. We really appreciate it. Um, we want to thank, as always, Andrew Bush, who in normal times records us. And we, God, cannot wait to see his face again. Um, sometime soon. I think it's coming. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is. Um, you can find me online uh, at pesty ten seventy nine. Rarebird books can be found online at rarebirdlit.com or on social media at rarebirdlit. This has been a rare bird production. I don't want to wait for to be over. I want to go right